From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. We are delighted that this week's podcast... Hold your horses there, ICT. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do this week's sponsor because I have actually been using PE Passport in my school. All right. And I've got something that will make you weak at the knees. It reduces teacher workload. Really? Absolute fact, yeah. It actually helps with all your planning. It's all there for you. And, and the planning isn't like old school PE planning. It's really up to date. It's fun. It's new. Major vibes, really. And, uh, you know, the, the, it just makes the lessons more fun. The children absolutely buzz off it. And I'm buzzing teaching it because it's not the same stuff that was taught to me <laughs> 30 years ago. Uh, and also... You know, it lets you assess the children really quickly and purposefully, and that is, I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, that is just dream stuff, isn't it? You can literally have an iPad, and you can just be ticking, bang, 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 and it's done. done. PE Passport, I'm telling you right now, it's a must. Right, there you go. So you heard it from the horse's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, if you go to primarypepassport.co.uk, you can get a free trial, and if you quote Mr. P, you'll get an exclusive 10% discount. Oh, yeah. So get your PE coordinators, your PE subject leaders onto this, because it is, like Adam said, an absolute game changer. Hello and welcome to episode 67, season 4, episode 7 of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. We are back, guys, for a brand new episode. We hope you are all well and just about alive, Yeah. given, the, given that we've been back for, what, two, three weeks? Yeah. And it seems like we've been back for... About a year. Yeah, years. Yeah, <laughs> years. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's, <laughs> I mean, the age that it's put it on. It feels like a lifetime since we last recorded an app. I know we say that every app we record, but it really, really does no, feel like forever. I just the, the time is slowing, slowing down. Yeah, it is. It's true. It's, it's. You can't really explain it. It's like, it's like one of them films that you're watching. You're dead up for, and then about half an hour in. You look and there's still like an hour and forty to go. Yeah, and you're a bit. Like, and then you're on your phone a little bit. Yeah, it's like that. You're just kind of a bit like, why? Well, they say time flies when you're having fun, and there's little fun to be had at the minute. Yeah, time goes extra slow when you're fighting a pandemic. <laughs> I mean, I, I suppose I don't know about you, but with with the lockdown at the minute, I'm not really noticing much of a difference purely because school is so tiring and so full on. Um, which is weird, really, because within school, there's not really that much different from... Obviously, you've got the staggered times, and yeah. you've got, but I don't know what it is. It just feels... No, no, I mean, it's, 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 I completely agree. It's, it's, 
you know, school schools schools are okay. It's it's hectic. It's mad. Yeah. It's I genuinely enjoy being with the kids, trying to kind of take their mind off it because yeah. I can't imagine. I, I think I would but, really struggled in in that age. But what I'm saying is, you know, you that. I, I, what I struggle with is like you you, you you get Monday to Friday, and you're battling. Yeah. You know, you're in the trenches, and then you finish on a Friday. And normally, you have that feeling of like, I always think this. You, you know, it could be you could have a night out. Yeah. You could be going to a sporting event, a, a concert, something. You could just be doing something as simple as, you know, going to a family member's house, going to have Sunday dinner somewhere, doing this, doing that. It, you know, like when, when you'd have that rare weekend where it's like, oh, what are you up to this weekend? And you'd go, you know what? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and, and people used to be like, oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, I, anyone who asks me that question once this is all over, if I ever answer... Oh, just having a chilled one. Slap me across the face. <laughs> I never ever want a chilled one again. I do not care. Uh, I want to be out. I want to be out yeah. all the time. Maybe it's that the fact that like even making conversation with people now is hard because there's literally nothing to talk about. You know, you you you, you catch up with your colleagues after the weekend. Usually it's like, what you got to this weekend? Now it's like What's got to this weekend? It's almost like you being serious. Yeah, yeah. With what you're saying I to mean, me right this, now? This is a sad state of affairs. I cracked open a new pair of pants and a new t-shirt. Right. Had a shower. Put it on. <laughs> right. Put it all on. So you know times are bad when Adam's showering. <laughs> yeah. Put it all on. Sprayed some deodorant. Sprayed some aftershave. Did my hair to go to Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely to go to Aldi. And then the worst bit about it is, I thought, I looked in the mirror, I thought, hey, I'm looking all right here. Then I put my bloody mask on. And you know what I mean? I mean, we're talking about like wanting, I, I, you know, I want to be recognised. I keep saying it. Like, I'd love people to be like, oh, are you the other Mr. P from the podcast? Now no one's going to get the chance because it's covering off, off my face. You know, my mouth's my moneymaker. <laughs> but no, what I was saying, like, because it is so... Tiring. I don't know why. Maybe it's you know the the, the classes we're working with or whatever, um, or I'm working with. But even though it's on lockdown, I don't seem to have the energy to do anything. So even if things weren't locked down, I'd still be just like, well, it probably <laughs> wouldn't be as full on, would it? But um, just, yeah, go, go I, in, yeah. Go on. But I'm just saying, like coming up to the festive period. I mean, this is the time where things are always a go. Yeah, and I are, think there yeah. is going to be a clear difference this year. I mean, you know, the classic stuff that you normally do it's going to be different like there'll be there'll be some online stuff yeah and you know i don't know what how how the online stuff's working at your place it's difficult because i i am not one of them that hated things like assemblies or going to watch the key stage one nativity i buzzed off it i buzzed off that kid that brave kid who fought through pure anxiety to nail that like one line you know, like, yeah. Joseph was a carpenter. Yes! <laughs> you nailed it! Um, but it's, really, there's ra- no room at the scene. <laughs> yeah. Woo! <laughs> but really randomly, I, I'll, I'll let you carry on with your point, but we're talking about times being hard. I pulled up at the BP garage the other day, right? And I um, and I got out, you know, got out of my car, put my petty in, put my mask on, walked in, right? And in the BP, there's a Greg's. There's yeah. a Greg's at the back, yeah. So I walked in and then this, had a great this like, builder guy. Festive like, bakes. Hold on. The festive bakes have been released, but I've not touched mm. them. I've been trying to be good. 
Um, so this builder guy comes walking in, like in a bit of a rush. His mask round his chin. Yeah. And I'm always a bit like, come on. <laughs> like I watched that South Park episode and it, they call it like chin diapers. And I'm just like, come on, mate. So and he just goes, he just so like chin diaper. He just goes like, yeah. And I, 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 I'm a, I'm a stickler for manners. <laughs> I have to say, you know, my kids at school, I am a stickler for manners. And just in general, I'm, I, you know, yeah. I always dad's drummed it into us, and this kid goes, this guy goes, yeah. And then this woman from Greg's was just like, hey, yes. And he went. You got any yum yums? Right? <laughs> he goes, You got any yum yums? And she goes, Oh, I'm really sorry, just sold our last one. Right? And this is no joke what he did. He took his mask off, even though he's wearing it around his chin, and he, he put his arms down to the floor and he just went, Devastation! <laughs> In the middle of the BP. I had my mask on and honestly I went up to the counter. Now that's one thing about masks that I don't mind is that you, you can, can, laugh, ju- you can yeah. like grin and laugh underneath your mask. Like, and it literally, he was, and the funny thing was, he said, devastation as I was walking up to pay. You know, number eight, 20 quid, yeah. Sweet, pack of chewing gum, sweet. And as I walked back, he was still in the same position. <laughs> like frozen in time. Devastation! Well, I know what to get in for Christmas. I know, yeah. Some, some yum yums. Some yum yums. Um, no, the point I was going to make was, uh, I can't remember, must have been after the last ep, but Ofsted were in the news, weren't they? Because they, they'd come out with this report about how affected children are because of the corona saying that, like, they can't eat food with a knife and fork. And how Ofsted know this, I, I don't know, because they're now doing inspections virtually, apparently. Although there was the story of the inspector who went into a school in London and they tested positive and shut the whole school down. I mean, if there's ever... If there's anything that's proved... You know, if this pandemic has proved anything, it's that Ofsted need to deep dive into a bin. Let's be fair. They add absolutely nothing to our education system. Mm. You know, they're not improving it. They're not making it better. During this pandemic, they've done absolutely nothing. It's it's embarrassing, really. I'm embarrassed just watching them out there. Gary Neville. I, I wonder what... I wonder what um, you know, if you're like an Ofsted inspector, now at the end of the day, it's... it's well, it's, most Ofsted inspectors are still working in schools, so they've not got that going on. But the top, the top ones, Amanda Spielman or whatever her name is, uh, Spielo, she's, she's sat, sat down just... Picking up paychecks, doing absolutely squat all. Now, I know she'll come out and she'll say, oh, I have, I've been doing... But let's be honest, she's not. She's not been campaigning for teachers. She's not been, you know, advocating or supporting or putting... You know, if if, if they are this... If Ofsted are the uh, uh, company or the, the sort of thing they say they are, which is to improve standards in schools, why have they not been bringing out guidance and support for teachers as far as remote learning, this, that and the other? You know, at what point are we going to take a step back and go like, right, Ofsted, you don't improve anything. Stop making it out like you improve stuff when you don't. This is what annoys me about Ofsted. I have no issue with Ofsted going into schools and having a look at what you're doing. That's fine. I think it's important to have that level of accountability in schools. But don't make it out like you improve standards when at the best you check standards. But anyway. I just want to give you that. (laughs) Do you know why? Do you know why I'm giving you a clap there? To stop me ranting. No. I've got uh, well, a few rants 50, for this 50% right, uh, because you've actually broke the podcast record for quickest rant, so <laughs> congratulations. No, but in this report, I don't know... Uh, There's this, a hot towel? This, <laughs> this might be me 
just um, from my experience of obviously where I work, which is, you know, fairly, we have our challenges, but compared to some, it's fairly, uh, you know, leafy suburbs sort of thing. But this idea of the pandemic really affecting children, obviously, it will be... Did you just be say leafy suburb? Yeah, that's desperate housewives. It's not no, where, where we are is is considered leaf, leafy suburbs. Is it? Trafford is. I yeah. thought suburbs were just in America. No, but anyway, I just don't see it affecting the children anywhere near as much as the way it's been making made, made out by certain people. And I might be wrong here, and I'll quite gladly hold my hands up. But looking at the ch- for me, it's affecting teenagers and young adults a lot more like uni students i think it's really affecting but for kids like my kids they've i mean they have the odd day but they're fine with it because they've not known anything different they've not you know yeah the, the the nine so they've had a few you know a few years but this is not anywhere near as bad for them as it would be for, like, my stepson, Callum, at his age. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah, I do get it so, completely. I mean, I've got, obviously got Isla, Max. Max Max is just, obviously, one, so he doesn't really know what's happening. Yeah. Um, he just, he flips. He just loves it when we get new bread. Um, <laughs> and then we've got Isla, who's four. Now, obviously... Now, <laughs> like father, like son. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I tell you, I couldn't believe it. Bought some of that, um, some of that Warburton thins. Because oh, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to eat better in that. Yeah. Or get some thins. There's, there's a nice seeded protein one, which is nice. All right. Well, yeah. anyway, um, I, I made Max a thin, and he he lost it. He he, he was he was so happy, <laughs> and I thought this is what I'm talking about. But anyway, Isla's like Isla's like four, and it it obviously affected her at the start, which we spoke about on like you know early lockdown apps where it was kind of like she was a bit like well why can't I see people and we we're like oh the germs um, but now she's back at school She, like you said yeah. she's okay she's she's at school with her mates she comes back she she does whatever at home Yeah. and then uh, you know it. I feel bad because like Max is like prime time now he's climbing on everything he's getting everywhere I just want to take him to soft play yeah. he will he will wreck the place Yeah. yeah. but yeah. like you know stuff like but no I do agree I don't, I don't know I think like, if, I had it, if I had it when I was like 17 if this happened when I was 17 oh, yeah, yeah, I'd have lost my yeah, head because yeah. I'd have been wanting to go out I'd have been wanting to, to I think I think for that age group it's that time in your life where you are you that transition from kid to adult Every you're discovering new things you're Going feeling from base to base <laughs> you're feeling new feelings whereas you know and I think this I could be wrong. Look at I'm, you there trying to be dead like, you know, you're just transitioning, going feelings to feelings. <laughs> no, no, Basically, but... you're getting major stonecons on the regs. <laughs> <laughs> Pitching tents left, right and centre, the boys. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush, which is what they wish they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just uh, just all these reports I keep hearing about how much it's affecting children, and from what I see, you know, obviously there are children who are, are struggling depending on their home circumstances. But generally speaking, from what I've seen in my school is, and and with my kids is, you know, they're, they're just so resilient kids. They're just so resilient. Like not one. I was saying to my my wife the other day, like the best like obviously we have our moments with the kids and it's just the case of when you're stuck in the house you just do get on top of each other and you're going to have those little squabbles and those little 
uh, falling outs and stuff. But, you know, not once throughout this whole lockdown, right from the beginning of March, have they moaned or have they complained? Or, you know, we've had a few from Callum because obviously he's at that age and, you know, he wants to be going out. But for, for the trips, they've missed out on holidays. We were supposed to be in centre parts last weekend. We do that annual trip to centre parks to really kick off Christmas. That got cancelled. They never once complained. Yeah. They know Christmas is going to be very different this year. Again, it's not this sort of, oh, I feel sorry for it. They're just getting on with it. No, I, I just sometimes wish we all had that level yeah. of resilience no, I know I think you as you grow up it gets beaten out of you it does definitely and I, and one thing I would say is just touching back on that obviously you know we want like you said your school's okay but like you know the school I used to work in even the school that I do work in there's there's obviously different challenges in all different areas Yeah. so you know you, you hope that that's why schools are obviously so important because it's that kind of normality yeah, it's that kind safe of safe pain. place yeah but um, no, I completely agree. I mean, children, they are, they're a different breed, aren't they? I mean, I wish I had that kind of like, you know, I'm not bothered. Like, it's like, it's like when a kid, one of them, one of them children falls on the playground and gets a bad graze on the knee. And the ones that like hold it in don't want to cry. <laughs> nah, nah. And you're just like, yeah. ooh, that's going to hurt in the bath. You always say that, don't you? ooh, that's going to hurt in the bath. And then, you know, if that's me now, if I fall, I'm like Peter Griffin. I'll be there for ages going... <laughs> ah, yeah. And then when I get up, I'll get home, I'll limp home. And then I'll, lie, I'll recline and just be like, Kim, I can't move. She'll be like, what have you done? And there will be the smallest scratch on my knee. Do you think it's getting infected? Do you think? You know, we need to go in a and Old school would have been like, ah, it's now. Yeah, yeah. You don't even need a plaster. Yeah, so... Um... So obviously with, with lockdown, there's not much you can do, but we tried to go on a walk last week. <laughs> this was funny. So we went on this walk, um, you know, take the dog out, get the kids some fresh air. So we went round the meadows and um, we got to a part at the meadows where honestly the mud, because we've not been to the meadows since summer. So obviously there's, there's been a lot of rain yeah. since then. So it was just an absolute mud bath. It was... <laughs> It was up, even like Claire was wearing um, wellies and the mud was coming up to the top of the welly. I had trainers on, which was a huge mistake. boy, you should have wore your welly bobs. I know, I was literally trying to walk round the sides and if there was a gate, like a wooden gate, I'd be holding on to the gate. And it must have looked like I was doing the cha-cha-cha, the Paso Doble, just walkers are slipping everywhere. But, you know, that, that scene out of Home Alone yeah, 2 yeah. where it's like slipping uh, on, slip the on, the, on, the, on the paint. And I've done so well and we were just getting towards the end and this couple were coming the other way and they moved to the side to let us past. And then, you know, when you make that sort of small talk and uh, I, I just said, I went, you best be careful because we've been walking for ages and it's just like this all the way up. And they were like, oh, God. And, and, he, and then I said, uh, you know, trainers were a bad choice. To which the guy laughed and I'd walked past him. I was like, trainers were a bad choice. And then he went, so were white socks because I was wearing white socks. And as I turned around to go, <laughs> just slipped, just absolutely decked it. My whole leg <laughs> was just caked, just absolutely caked in mud. And I was just like, <laughs> of all the times I could have slipped, because honestly, I thought my knee had gone again. Um, but then I, I had to walk all the way through Wormston Town Centre. Oh, <laughs> you know those like va- Facebook videos of the guys who take the dogs off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I look like. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm 
I'm very happy that that happened to you, right? <laughs> because of one thing and one thing only. That grim small talk with that guy, I, I, that knocks me sick. You just going like, hey, trainers were a bad choice. And I am going like, so are white socks. I'm thinking, if I was there, I'd have been like, Ew. Oh, you've got to do that now. You make small, like whenever I walk the dog, you've got to make small talk with everyone you meet. Oh, I've got some funny small talk. You just reminded me, right? <laughs> so uh, anyone who's in the pod group or follows on Instros in the Facebook group will know that Children in Need was a couple of weeks ago, oh, week, yeah, week yeah. on Friday. And obviously I, I went full pudsy. I had the pudsy ears on. I had the pudsy T-shirt on. And uh, I was driving home from... Um, I was driving home from school in my gear. I didn't yeah. take my pudsy ears off. I'm not embarrassed. And um, I thought, right, I need... Because we I was painting my chimney breast... So I was... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. God was so immature. Combined 66 years of age. Um, so then... <laughs> yeah, so then... Um, the thing is, I always make a joke about that. Uh, when Kim was... I was like, what part of the house needs to be thing? And she was like, the chimney breast. And I was like, chimney tits? <laughs> and like, and then, anyway, she... Uh, I went to B&M, because the paint was there that we wanted. So I went to B&M. So I put my mask on and I go in B&M and I get some paints. I always treat the kids to a little summit from B&M. B&M Fridays. Why not? Fill your boots. It's usually tosh in it. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. tosh. So I get to the till and this and, and now I've made my way around the shop and I've obviously had some eyes. The, the bright yellow t-shirt. Yeah. The sparkly pubsies. The pubsy ears. Kind of get the nods. Just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> No small talk from me. I'm not about that. I was there for a job. I was there for the paint. Anyway, I get to the till. And the woman goes, Oh my God. Uh, have you been dressed like that all day? I said, Yeah, working at school. That's where I came alive. I was like, Yeah, working at school. So the kids... I do this podcast with my brother. <laughs> yeah, I went, the kids, have, uh, the kids got a kick out of it anyway. It was a good laugh. And she went, Oh, that's amazing. So when is children need... I literally stood there and it's like... It's today. <laughs> Hello, McFly. Knocking her on the head. Hello, knocking her visor. Hello. Um, but yeah, I, I've got some funny, funny little uh, tales from from my last week or so because uh, I've been making little notes of it because it's difficult because so so much funny stuff happens, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I need to start just making notes of him. So I was in reception and I was out doing outdoor. Uh, Observation provision, uh, provision. and uh, and I'm there, and they, you know they love when I go outside because it's just like they love me joining in with the games. I told you last time where they wanted me to be Jesse, the cowgirl, <laughs> took a bit of offence, but then they, you know, they were going like, oh, can you, you put this, can you put this hat on? Uh, can you be the driver? <laughs> And I was like, okay, you know, a bit of a bad role again. Just give me some. No, it is. Give me someone I can sink my teeth into. You're the driver out of Billy Madison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Veronica. 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 So I put this hat on, right? I put this hat on, and I'm there running round with these kids, going, "Oh, everyone aboard the bus!" Oh God, that's it. Uh, You know, I was thinking if my teachers could see me now, and then this kid who wasn't joining, I said, "Come and join in." And he was going, oh, I'm playing with the ball. And I went, all right. I was like, do you want me to play with you for a minute? Because I felt bad. And he said, can I throw the ball over your head, over your hat? And I went, okay then. <laughs> so I stood there and he launched it right on. 
my nose. <laughs> like he threw it straight up. But it was one of them where it was. I was in such shock, and he laughed because yeah. he was a bit like, oh. But then my eyes started warring, and I think he thought he'd made me cry. So then obviously he got a bit sheepish, and I was yeah. going, it's fine, <laughs> it's it's fine. Hot pinching the top, pinch the top of your nose. Um, and then I was with one of the upper key stage two classes and. About it must have been maybe the first week back after after everything so September, and I was in this class and they said to me, um, "Sir, do you play Fortnite? Do you have an Xbox or a PlayStation?" And I said, "I've got something better." And they went, "What?" And I went, "A life, right? You know, bang! That is what I'm talking about. That is that is god tier teacher apply." I know, you know, some of the kids were like, "Oh yes, sir, yes." You know, fist medium, I'm like, elbow. <laughs> no, do you know, I want you to touch me down. You know what I mean? So you're, you're, you're on a different level, you. So then, so then I take, the, so, then I take so then I take the same class uh, again. And yeah. um, all the kids are obviously, you know, the buzzing out about the PS5 getting released. Now, I didn't even think about the line that I said about two months ago. Yeah. But we're, in, we're lining up. And this one kid goes, so you get a PS5 for Christmas? And before I had the chance to respond, this girl turned around from the front of the line and went, no, he has a life. <laughs> and I thought, that stuck with her. <laughs> you, you are an inspiration. Um, and then, mm-hmm. then this is where, this last little bit I'm going to tell you, is just about teacher tired. Yeah. Or school staff tired, yeah. TA tired, whatever you do in school at the minute, you are, like you were saying before, you're going to be absolutely cream crackered. Now, I made a couple of O's recently. Now, we're not in the O section here, but I'll tell them now because we've got some O's lined up. The other day, I get home. Out of rim of the O. I get, yeah, I get, I get home. And then again, it's like, oh, we need this from the shop. We need to go to Aldi. I mean, the Aldi's opened up around yeah, the corner yeah. and it's dream stuff. So uh, I said, Kim took the, the, the main calf to work. I said, where are the keys? Do you want to put them on the side? I said, they're not there. We spent 15 minutes, <laughs> genuinely, 50, put Max in his push chair, 15 minutes tipping the couch up. Max, oh, must have, Max must have took him. They must have been thingy. And then Isla just walked, brushed past me. And someone went, and Kim went, what was that? And I was like, I don't know. And then she went, have you got the keys in your pocket? And I was like, and I literally put my hand in there. I was like, you know, it's at that point in it. It's like, what do you say? What what can, I just went, yeah, sorry, what do we need? (laughs) What do we need? What was it? And then this is the worst one. I mean, that's classic. Everyone must have done that. But it was the fact that I didn't even check my pockets. I can't believe it. This one's the worst. (laughs) Right. So, you know what my favourite day is? Friday. Friday, yeah. But do you know why? I'd say because it's the start of the weekend. Right, close, because it's bin day. <laughs> it's when you take your wheelie bin out, yeah? <laughs> the wheelie bin that's been out more times than me this year. But the, <laughs> the wheelie bin, right? Got a better social life. Yeah, the wheelie bin flirts <laughs> with the guy. So I love taking the wheelie bin out. And, and you know, my next door neighbour doesn't take advantage of his bins. And, you know, I'm not going to lie... I take advantage of his bins. So, so, um, it was... Try it on with the bin. (laughs) How are you doing, Grey Bin? So anyway, it's Grey Bin Day, which is always a big day. (laughs) 
We were fuming the other week because they didn't even take our grey oh, bin. That's, that's we're, we're filling it up so much it. because when we have to do trips to the tip. Honestly, it's, it's, it's bad. So we phoned the council. Claire's been phoning the council, and um, yeah, they didn't even pick up the grey the other day, the other week. I remember a few weeks ago, I came skipping down the stairs like it's bin day. <laughs> Kim was like it's Thursday. Oh, why have you ruined it? So anyway, I, I get in the car and I drive out my driveway. About to head to work, and I, and then you know down the street I could see all the bins, and I thought, oh my god, <laughs> how could I forget? I thought I'm not, I forgot my bin, so I pulled over on the road, took the keys out, went in, grabbed my grey bin, pulled her out, right, <laughs> left her there, and then I made my way back to the car and sat in the shotgun seat. Right, <laughs> so I sat with, and crossed my legs in the, the sh- in the passenger seat. <laughs> I crossed my legs, right, shut the door, and just <laughs> sat there. For, it must have been about ten seconds, and I went, "What the, <laughs> what the hell am I doing?" <laughs> so then I had to get out, go around, and, and no one was there apart from the bins. And I was like, "Oh God, you know." Then bins must think I'm a right pillar. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. That was embarrassing. That, that was really embarrassing. Um, I had a nightmare last Friday. Uh, uh, absolute nightmare. So nothing on. No school. No zooms or anything like that. Although I did a zoom before this, and uh, the guy who organised it was like. Um, Right, Lee, just before we start, I've told everyone to put their cameras on because I listened to the podcast the other day and I know you're not a fan if you have our cameras on. <laughs> I was like, okay. So we're, uh, all gonna, we're all going to fake laugh at your jokes as well, Lee. <laughs> yeah. Told them all to make sure they just smile and make you feel okay. <laughs> you big billet. Um, so, yeah, so I had a day and I was like, right, going to be really productive, make loads of videos for the website, just, you know, get ahead of the game. So... Uh, I did a workout in the in the garage straight after dropping the kids off. I was like, right, Claire, I'll get us a Starbucks. Friday treat, get us a Starbucks. No kids there. What, oh, I, what do you mean? No kids there. Oh, why? No. Bin so, day. <laughs> bin day, bang day. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now, married for 10 years. No, no, no. no. No, 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 no. What, you had a free house? Kids weren't there. No, no, no. I went to Starbucks. <laughs> uh, and anyway, so I get a large skinny caramel Mac. That's yeah. my, you, you, you're not into coffee. I'm not right? a hot drink. Smoke. I've become obsessed with it. I'm, but it's skinny caramel Mac. Get one for Claire, bring it home. And then I was like, right, I'll go and do some work. So I go up to my little room where I do all the recording yeah. and all the things. Your work room. <laughs> <laughs> Strange work room when only your right arm gets bigger. <laughs> and um, I literally just put the Starbucks down and it it just went. You know when you see, Topple. you know when something happens in slow, slow motion yeah. and there's nothing you can do? And Agonizing. it's a large, it's a large, venti. And it went. <laughs> Everywhere. You didn't spill that venom. <laughs> oh, no and all I could do is just stand there and be like, Claire! <laughs> Claire! Claire comes up, what? And she's like, oh, that, you know. And then the whole that of Friday. Definitely cost you your chance. <laughs> the whole of Friday. Here I am. <laughs> oh, it was such a here I am. And um Oh, and it Claire was... coming in, you just saw that. Is it I love? 
with coffee dripping. <laughs> and it went everywhere. It went up, and it went it went into my laptop bag. So oh. my whole laptop bag. I literally spent the rest of that Friday. I got nothing done. I just had to clean it up because Claire was like. Right, we're going to have to clean the rug, so I'm going to have to go to my nan's and get the, the carpet cleaner. So she went to do that. I then had to move everything out of the room, but as I moved everything out of the room, I managed, because I bought this little whiteboard, which we've got one in this room, a uh, little whiteboard, um, you know, that you can stick on the wall. And yeah, can, yeah. So I just do my little to-do lists. That fell off. So I had to then... So I put it up with, like... Um, Gorilla tape, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like two-sided, really strong tape. Yeah, yeah. So I had to uh, basically um, hammer in a couple of mm. screws and stick it up that way, which meant I had to peel all the sticky back tape off. And I was just rolling my thumbs, stick it, and then by the end, I'd got two massive blisters on my thumbs. <sighs> you can sort of still see them now. Yeah. So then that just just ruined my weekend because I literally couldn't do anything with my thumbs like everything that we were doing Claire was like we just go and get you know just go and chop the onions for tea and I was like I can't she's like why I'm already crying (laughs) I love that though your mate's like so what did you do on that free Friday with Claire and Lee like oh you know we tore a rug up (laughs) I did some hammering oh no way yeah I've got two blisters on my thumbs my coffee spilled everywhere (laughs) oh my god that took a turn such a wasted you know when you just think like oh, what a wasted wasted day uh, there's nothing worse there's absolutely nothing worse. oh and then and then it, at the night time i was nominated for an award online influence award oh yeah so i was like oh silver lining might win an award nope <laughs> another l <laughs> when we're the, about loving the camera pants yeah and here's actually two mr p you putting two bandages up with your thumbs <laughs> hi guys <laughs> But well, then I made a video the next day. I made a video, like a mick take about uh, Pretty, Pretty Patel. Mm. You know, she'd been accused of bullying and all that w- was happening during anti-bullying week. So I made a little video of like what it'd be like if you were teaching her and you had to speak to her and that sort of thing. And all the comments, because I was doing it, <laughs> all the comments were just like, your thumbs all right, mate? <laughs> so your thumbs? I was like, don't worry about the thumbs. What's the content saying? Are you enjoying I, really like, I really like this video. Two sore thumbs up. <laughs> but that was all it was. It was like, your thumbs look sore. I was like, well, yeah, I've got two blisters, but think about the video. Um, right. Perfect time. Perfect segue uh, into the other Mr. P's jokes of the week. Jokes of now, the week. Now, there isn't a jingle yet for this, and, and no. people have shown the love. People have asked for it, um, but we're gonna we're gonna leave it up to you guys. If anyone can think of a good song or one that they love that they might w- want us to record a jingle, kind of what would you say, like a jingle uh, riff off or whatever? Yeah. Then suggest it. I'm gonna have a little think as well. Uh, so if your ideas suck, I'll just use my <laughs> idea. Um, so here's three for you. Is it possible to take a skin graft from your buttock and transplant it onto someone who isn't family? Asking for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Come on! If you're listening to this, you know you love that. Me speaking to my wife. Me. I got bitten on my walk by a Great Dane. My wife. My God! Imagine if it had been a small child. Me. I could have fought off a small child. Babe. 
<laughs> now this one, this one got me, got me absolutely going. Man in hospital bed wearing oxygen mask over his mouth. Nurse, he mumbles, are my testicles black? <laughs> Nurse raises his gown, holds his penis in one hand and his testicles in another. She takes a close look and says, there's nothing wrong with them, sir. Man pulls off his oxygen mask, smiles at her and says very slowly, thanks for that. It was lovely, but listen very carefully. Are my test results back? (laughs) 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 They've been the other Mr. B's jokes of the week. (laughs) Right. Um, So, the other thing I wanted to mention is, um, are you doing a school nativity this year? Uh, yes, I think we are, yeah. 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 Obviously virtually. I think virtual, yeah. So I just wanted to mention this quickly because um, I, wa- I want to save the school nativity, basically, and I think, you know, it's such a... Uh, Mainstay. Oh, it's such an experience for the children, I think. It's something that the children don't necessarily need to miss out on, is right. what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's going to be different in that they're not going to have to perform in front of parents, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean they can't go through the process of learning the lines doing the rehearsals, dressing yeah. up, that sort of thing. So I have put a series of videos on my website. Um, I've done a huge Christmas topic page on mrpict.com and there's three videos that you can access for free that will give you a step-by-step tutorial for how to film your school nativity or Christmas performance, how to edit and then how to publish it. So I just thought I'd mention that if there's any teachers listening to this who obviously what I do a school performance but can't or think they can't because they don't know mm. how to so because um, I think you get two types of teachers don't you you get the teachers who are very much like we're doing this school you can nativity. stay in my barn and <laughs> yeah. the others who are saying no no room for this nativity in my inn. yeah and um, yeah I just don't think it should be you know not the technology's there meaning that we can we can do it I like virtually. it bro I like yeah. it a lot um, and on that note while we are sort of touching upon uh, Christmas Tickets for the live end of year Christmas extravaganza podcast episode, Friday the 18th of December. Do get your tickets, guys. We've um, we've been doing a couple of things to try and promote it, including Adam's uh, Boris dance slash Love Actually. Yeah, I received quite a lot of messages about it, to be fair. People are enjoying it. I think, yeah. you know, like Shakira once said, them hips don't lie. And I think, <laughs> you know, people think... People, now they're the chippies. <laughs> Wait, baby, tell, please. No, but I feel like people watch that and think, wow, how can the guy of that size move like that? And I'll tell you, it's, it's something in the jeans, baby. It's something in the jeans. Um, so we have got a couple more treats in the build-up to uh, to try and get you... Um... But I think, I, I want to throw in there and just say that the, the summer one was absolutely brilliant. Everyone got so behind it and... We, we thank you to everyone who's already got the ticket but get your tickets because we are going to make sure by hook or by crook yeah. it will be a night to remember it will be a celebration of you of every school staff member for the amazing job they've done and even if you don't work in schools you're just a you know Hermes delivery driver <laughs> or anyone else then get your tickets because it's just going to be an absolute hoot yeah and um, and what we thought we'd do because if you lot now promise us that you're gonna get us a ticket, gonna get a ticket, and get us a ticket. <laughs> yeah. Do we need to buy a ticket? Um, we are gonna give you a sneak peek. We're gonna just share with you 
uh, a little clip from the summer episode, which um, is one of the stories. And we are going to try, as we've said, to emulate the summer episode. So if you enjoy... Not even emulate. What do you say? Emulate, like take it to the next level. That's emulate. No, I thought emulate is to do the same. If you emulate something, you copy it, don't you? I think you go... No, no, you don't go beyond that, I'm pretty sure. Right, I'm well. calling you out on this one. <laughs> Can you believe this? <laughs> Tune in for the Christmas app when we go... Right, when we go, If you emulate something, you're, I'm pretty sure that you are just copying it, aren't you? Or repeating it. We want to further it. We want to ep- go go further. Right, hang on. Emancipate it. No, it's not emancipate. To match or surpass a person or achievement. All oh, right, okay. So right, it right. is imitating it, but it's to either match it or... Surpassing it. All right, so, all right I take, take it, back. it back. What did you say? Emancipate. What's that mean? <laughs> it felt important. How do you spell it? I Emancipate. I don't know. E in it. E man. Yeah, got it. Right, to emancipate, set free, especially from legal, social, or political restrictions. Exactly. <laughs> we want to emancipate you all. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're all, if you all promise us now, to buy a ticket, we will give you a little treat. We'll play one of the stories that we got sent for the live show. And obviously what we're going to do over the next couple of weeks is ask you all to share any sort of Christmas-related story, whether it's... Uh, Horrendous. Yeah, whether it's a, you know, staff Christmas do confession, whether it's a... Something funny that happened at a nativity play. Just generally any sort of... Just, or just, just family Christmases. Yeah, just, just something funny that's happened yeah. at a family Christmas. Anything that you think will give us a tickle that we can then share at that Christmas show. Um, but for now, sit back and enjoy this absolutely brilliant O oh. from the Summer Live episode. We're just going to clip it in for you to enjoy. And then once you listen to this and you laugh, and I'm sure you will laugh, you mm. can then go to the website, to mrpspodcast.com, get your ticket for the uh, Christmas live app. Right, enjoy this. This is one of the best O's we've ever, ever had. Right, you ready? Right. Give it to me. I've not heard this, by the way. During an Ofsted inspection... The male inspector was due to observe my lesson after lunch. I usually go to the staff room, but on this day, I set my classroom up, set my classroom up, then with about five minutes until the bell, I wolfed my sandwich down. Didn't even have time for the crisps. Straight after dinner, the deputy head brought the inspector in. He came over and shook my hand. He then proceeded to point to his cheek. Quite strange, but I was nervous, so I leaned in, <laughs> I leaned forward and kissed the man on the cheek. He said, Thanks for that, but you have mayo on your cheek. <laughs> oh my god. You know that the Ofsted inspector's grim as well. I've heard that so many times and still it gets me. (laughs) Let's just take a rewind. Straight after dinner, the deputy head brought the inspector in. He came over, shook my hand and then proceeded to point to his cheek. Quite strange, but I was nervous, so I leaned forward and kissed the man on the cheek. He said, "Uh, thanks for that. Um, But you have mayo... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on your cheek. You can imagine how big the hole was, hole was 
I wanted to dig and jump in. Love the pod, guys. Keep oh, it up. Oh my god, that, oh, is, that is. This is what this is. Oh, what, this is that, what I. That, this is what I always think about the pod. Is like people that happens to someone, and they think they've got nowhere to turn. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So there we go, guys. That's just a taste of what's in store when we do our Christmas extravaganza live podcast episode. Friday the 18th of December at 8pm. 8pm, yeah. I think anyone who watched the summer one and maybe forgot about that, oh, uh, or, or has just not thought about it in a long time. I think even though you've already heard it, I think people will be in. And obviously that. our challenge is, if you think you can better that oh. You've got to get it shared. We want your stories. We've, again, we've got some cracking stories to share, but for that Christmas app, we want some juicy Christmas confessions. Well, it's, it's, it's after what, you know, it? so yeah. it can be a little bit, a little bit more naughty. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what else we've been up to? Have you been watching I'm a Celeb? No, I've not been watching it. No, some guy clogs my feed with these memes. <laughs> I can't stand it now. Um, do you know what it is? It's it's one of them. It's. I know it sounds... I know we were saying that, oh, you're just in all the time. And, but, it, you know, having the, 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 my, my two kids at the age there are, it's, it's, it's painfully tiring. And I just... I don't like... I like to start something if I know I'm going to commit. Yeah. If I miss one or two eps, I, yeah. I can't... I feel like I can't get into it. So, no. Our, I, uh, our, like, the triplets are just at such a thingy age where I think they're old enough to watch I'm a Celeb. But it's just done that a little bit too late. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like nine, if I let them stay up and watch it, they'd be an absolute nightmare, which is a shame. I don't know why they don't just bring it back to like eight o'clock. Because if you think about it, they did it in nine at nine o'clock because of Australia. Australia. Yeah. And I was saying, would you would you go in it this year? Because obviously you're missing out on the experience of going to Australia and having like, you know, if you're out first, you get to stay in that lavish hotel for a few for a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the downside is you're literally stuck in a castle. But the viewer numbers must be through the roof. Like, I've been sharing the memes, and I've probably been going a bit OTT, but purely because the engagement and the amount of comments and uh, the Instagram page is absolutely blown up this week just from sharing those memes. So uh, I've had loads of messages from teachers saying they absolutely love it. So uh, appreciate all the feedback there. So I'm, <laughs> I mostly don't even watch. I'm a celeb. I'm just like, right, which clip can I make into a bit of a meme? Do you just take a picture of the clip or what? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Or if someone else has posted it, I'll just like take that and put a little. Right. Yeah. And no, I haven't. Um... I haven't been watching that. To be fair, I've been. Um, I've not been watching much. I have. I have started to dabble in into starting to watch a bit more Christmassy stuff. Yeah. Um. So just trying to get myself festive. Like, I, you know, I did. I had that idea for the Boris dance, didn't I? For the, yeah. for the advert. And that was because I watched Love Actually. What a film. Um, unbelievable. And yeah. uh, what's funny is that that uh, I'm not going to talk about Love Actually that much because um, I text a certain Cockney that I know about <laughs> Love Actually and part of his live Christmas episode is re- going to touch on uh, his, his issues with the movie Love Actually. <laughs> so, um, no, but I've been looking at features for this episode looking at um you know little comments and stories and stuff and we've got a a hell of a lot to share we have but first just on that note of like obviously we've been dabbling with a little bit of um you know christmas i'm just going to start with the first feature of the episode which is going to be my rant right but 
you know, it's valid. How long? It won't be a long one. Right. I'll keep it short, but here's, here's a jingle. I wanna rent! Rant. I wanna rent! Rant. I want to rent! Rant. I wanna rent! Rant. Tell me not to rent. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rent, I say no, 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 no. no. Right, short and sweet rant. You ready? Right. You know what's grinding my gears this week? Oh god, it could literally be anything. Just people who get really arsy about other people celebrating Christmas early. Like, right. why do you care? Why do you care? Like, I put the Christmas decks up. This weekend, like this weekend, last weekend in November, usually go to Centre Parks. The kids go and see Father Christmas. It's not the last weekend in November, though. Well, near the last weekend in November. <laughs> whatever. And um, it kicks off our <laughs> Christmas celebrations. And, you know, if people want to celebrate it from whenever, if they want to celebrate it from October, leave them to it. Mm. You know, what's your problem? If you've got an issue with Christmas, that's fine. Have, it, have your issue, Scrooge. Leave the rest of us to celebrate. To, you know, I've loved Christmas since I was a kid. And, I mean, I used to tape Christmas episodes of, like, The Simpsons, Friends. And I used to have this VHS tape that had every Christmas it, episode. Yeah. I and I would watch that from the first day back in school in September to build up to Christmas. Yeah. I just love it. I love the films. That was until I love dad, the music. Dad accidentally taped over a bit of your Christmas VHS with some men in motors <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, it's like dad, dad. I was watching The Simpsons and then Euro Trash came on. Why is uh, topless weather on? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no. I, do you know what? I, 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 Are you I, with me on this rant? I usually want to rant about your rant, <laughs> but I, I'll give it to you. I wholeheartedly agree with this because. Yeah. At the end of the day, get your head out my ass. You know what I mean? Why, why are you bothered? Yeah. I'm not putting a tree up in your house, yeah. am I? Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, no, I couldn't agree more. And talking about Christmas, I mean, mum, mum still calls me Buddy, like Buddy the Elf, <laughs> because I am Christmas obsessed, and yeah. I always have been. Like you say, we you know we're lucky that we had a great we had great parents, and Christmas was always a big deal. Obviously, but Nana Maureen's birthday on Christmas Day, so it's always been very very. Special. Special, yeah. And and I, I get... I, I was always put the Christmas decks up, like you, either last weekend in November or first weekend in December. That, that was me personally. Other people who put them up whenever, like you said, it doesn't bother me. Good, good luck to you. But if people are putting them up even earlier because of the current situation, yeah, yeah. because they want their house to be festive, because they want to just take their mind off the misery yeah. that is 2020... Then shut your goddamn gob and stop commenting. I, I, it's, 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 like, it's a comment, so it's like I put I put a couple of posts up when we did it over the weekend. Like we made a bit I of a TikTok. That, yeah, I saw that one with the grenade. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Um, and then it's just like, don't get me wrong, loads of comments. Ah, oh, beautiful tree and blah blah blah. Yeah. But um, then it'd be like, you've got them up already. Yeah, I have, mate. <laughs> so what? Like. What are you gonna do? I'm making the most alive. I mean, usually, a few years ago. We used to think Christmas was kicking off when X Factor started. You know, X Factor would start in August and you'd be yeah, like, yeah. Christmas is yeah, coming. Christmas, Christmas down, is yeah. coming. I mean, you know. everyone thinks I'm a celeb. Is that count yeah, yeah. Christmas now? I think the one, you see, when I go in shops, <laughs> now when I go in shops and it's like August, 
Mm. And and there's Christmas decks and stuff. I do get a bit like, oh, come on. Yeah. It's ages away. But like you say, as soon as we're back in school in September, I mean, it's my birthday in October, but I'm not that bothered about that. That, that Christmas is my numero uno. I'm not bothered about Halloween. Take a leave, Halloween. Uh, I'm not a massive fan of Bonfire Night. You like night, Halloween going but The only out. thing I like about Bonfire Night is once Bonfire Night's out of the way, it's Christmas. For me, it's Christmas all the way. I thought you meant um, Bonfire Night is out of the way, so Pillock stops setting up fireworks. Because <laughs> yeah. here's something funny. Someone who I used to play rugby with, now this really did make me laugh. Uh, someone who I used to play rugby with on the 7th of November, his status on, his status on Facebook was, if you live near me and you are still setting off fireworks, please just die. <laughs> <laughs> quickly would be best or slow and painfully your choice and then someone <laughs> someone put <laughs> someone commented uh, someone commented I hope the idiots blow themselves up been going on throughout October my dog is terrified and stressed <laughs> then the laddie who he's playing rugby with went the dog's going nuts if they wake my two year old daughter I will not be responsible for my actions <laughs> to which the other person replied Please beat them. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I don't know if it comes with age, but our dog was absolutely fine. Like, fireworks going off, she was I think she's a bit oblivious, so she's just a bit... She's just... She's used to your farting. She's probably just kind of like, oh, he's he's not got the shreddies on. (laughs) But, yeah. But, like, you know, if you throw something and a dog usually catches it, yeah. Like my dog, you throw something for her and she just literally waits for it to hit her on the head. Oh, no. And then she just picks it up off the floor. But yeah, there's my rant, short and sweet. If um, if you don't like people celebrating Christmas early, that's fine. Just don't comment. Just just leave, just go back into your little office, tell Tim Cratchit, not Bob Cratchit. Oh, oh, oh. ruin that. <laughs> ruin that. You'll be editing this up after it. Like, Let me find that bit where I said Tim Cratchit. Tiny Tim in it. <laughs> Um, Bob Cratchit, tell him to put a coal on the fire and just enjoy it, Scrooge. (laughs) God bless us. Everything. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, I've got another rant, but I I might leave that for a while. Yeah, screw another rant. Because I agree with this rant, and I I, I do agree with that. And and, and the thing is, especially with the way 2020 has been, yeah. Get festive, get in the spirit. It's, it's you know, Bailey's is ten quid in Asda. Yeah. Go grab a bottle. Even though I found out that Bailey's is ridiculously fattening. Of course it is, yeah. Yeah, but I didn't know that. I thought it was liquid. Alcohol is alcohol's really but I don't think you understand how bad <laughs> alcohol is calorific wise. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's, it's the stuff it does, though, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, let's take a word from this week's sponsor and then we'll get into a few more features. We are once again proud to be sponsored by Too Simple, and this week we've got to talk about their award-winning platform, Purple Mash. I've used that before. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, Purple Mash hosts an exciting mashup of curriculum-focused activities, creative tools, programs, and games to support and inspire creative learning every day. With the platform, you can share work on the digital display boards, create interactive class blogs, challenge each other in online games, and stay in touch using their secure email system. 
Purple Mash is a safe space for children and gives teachers full control over what is shared. It also includes support for teachers with weekly webinars, blogs, subject leader toolkits, a resource sharing area, a training portal. It just has everything to ensure that Purple Mash works for both you in school and at home. And you can start a free 14-day trial of Purple Mash and download some free resources by going to twosimple.com forward slash two Mr. P's. That's a number two, simple.com forward slash the number two MRPS. Okay, so before we do go into some other features, do you remember on the last episode, um, I was sharing a few replies to that Richard Osman tweet where you mix up your words? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, there's a few more that I have to share with you. This one, still not as bad as my poor nervous dad who opened his father of the bride speech at my wedding with, I'd like to wank... He was aiming for welcome and slash or thank. Needless to say, we've not let him live it down. Oh, my God, imagine. (laughs) I once went to say thanks to a customer, but she started to leave, so I changed to saying bye and ended up saying thighs. (laughs) (laughs) My my girlfriend responded to her hola, hola, from our receptionist at a Barcelona hotel by saying, Ahoy! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, some absolute beauts in that. Is there any more? Oh, there's there's some more. Ah, amazing. I love these sort of things, because I've done them sometimes. Yeah, you do do them, don't you? It's mad. I mean, that at a wedding, I'd like to wank. I mean, that would have got the biggest laugh. I got flustered talking to a client on the phone during my first day working at MS HQ and managed to mix my closing comment of that's fine and with that's cracking. Needless to say, the whole office lost it completely when I hung up after uttering, that's f***ing goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> talking to a group of 28 year 11 students in my English lesson about colour and font I won't tell you what I called them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. This one made me laugh. My boss was advising someone who had a query and tried to say, don't worry, take care. She said, don't care. (laughs) Put the phone down without realising. Full on Andy Tate. Don't care. Uh, I did that once. Instead of saying sorry to bug you or sorry to bother you, I said sorry to buggy you, which I thought was very polite of me. Uh, stuff like that is 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 dream stuff. I absolutely you just can't live him down. No. Oh, God. Uh, right, so I've got a couple of uh, nominations for Diabolical Leader, which Ooh, we've not had for rare, a while. Um, so I'll hit the jingle. Right, okay, so uh, I've got a couple. First one, and this seems to be something I've heard a number of times, um, but all teachers have been set a new appraisal target by SLT to manage and improve our own well-being with actions such as taking up a new hobby, which is hard to do in lockdown, I suppose, Mm. and read a book. But when SLT are approached because staff are struggling with workload... They blame us for not managing it well enough. I 
what annoys me with um, this whole well-being is that is the only because I've had so many messages from teachers. Oh, have you got any ideas on what we can do for well-being? And the only way you can improve everyone's well-being is to look at workload because the universe there's only one universal way of improving everyone's well-being, which is is giving them time in it mm. because what's good for my well-being is going to be different to what's good for your well-being. But for us both to improve our well-being, we just need time to do whatever we like doing. So whether it's you reclining with ice in your drink, yeah. whether it's me, you know, spilling coffee in places, mm. you know, you can't force things on teachers because it's patronising for one, isn't it? Well, like, you know, do some yoga! Yeah, read a book! And yeah. you're like, come on, please, I'm a fully grown adult. Oh, I would lose them. <laughs> I, if, I, if, if part of my job was like, for your well-being, we want you to read a book... I'd be like, burning a book would be better for my well-being. Yeah, so, um, and I've, that's not the, that's just one example of a few I've seen where it's suddenly now on teachers' sort of like appraisals, mm. performance management to say, improve your well-being. And it's like, no, no, that's not my job as a teacher. I need to be working in an environment where I can, I can do things myself, you know what I mean? I can spend time on me. And if mm. you're giving me ridiculous workload, it's like the whole... Doing observations and you're scrutinies. You're an absolute burpsman tonight. You've got sorry. to get that out. Everything you say, you're just like, yeah, no, no. And then you, you know, you've got to... <laughs> No, but yeah, there's a couple of others. <laughs> no, but yeah, but... Yeah, no. I thought I'd turn it into another rant. No, you, you, you close... Uh, no, but this I, one's a good okay. one. Here's right. another... We were told that we can't talk to other teachers anymore because there was too much whispering in corridors. And if we had anything to say to another member of staff, it had to go through the head teacher. <laughs> Oh my god! Can you imagine your old head teacher'd be good, wouldn't it? We just tell, just tell Cockney John that I'm buzzing for the for the Christmas liver. Adam's buzzing. Um, yeah, that's weird though, because because the stuff you kind of whisper is nonsense. All the oh time. yeah, it'd just be something like. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'd murder a kebab. Go into your head teacher and going, <laughs> you wouldn't do me a favour. You couldn't tell Sharon in year four that I'm, I could murder a kebab. And the yeah. head teacher going in like, uh, Miss, uh, Adam uh, said he could murder a kebab. And I'm like, ooh, tell him I'd murder one as well. <laughs> Again, as a head teacher, who's got time to deal with all of that? <laughs> There's a safeguarding meeting. I'll just be a second. Just got to tell Anne about Adam's kebab. <laughs> And that's the thing. That's what, what kind of kebab are you having? <laughs> One minute I'll be back. Adam, what kind of kebab are you having? Oh, full, full house, full house kebab with a side of chips. All right, I'll go and tell her. <laughs> um, head teacher, there's a uh, safeguarding issue. The police are at the door. I'll be one second. Well, well, who's got time needs, for that? She needs to know he's having yogurt and chili sauce. <laughs> but this is the, they're the things that make you improve your well-being is having that camaraderie and having that banter between having them staff. Having <laughs> them having the chat about the kebabs. Uh, what about having this those one? kebabs. You what? Having those kebabs. Oh, right. What said. did I say? No, I said having them kebabs, but right. honestly, you don't... You, honestly, my wife will not do anything unless I get them in those right. <laughs> so I'm working my dad. <laughs> You're on the naughty list. For, the, for those presents. Yeah, for those presents. Right, one last one, last one before we give you a, all the nominations <laughs> a big... Uh, Diabolical. Um, our head posted an inappropriate status about some school-related stuff, which the LA... Uh, local authority. Well done. 
ended up finding out Los about... Los Angeles? <laughs> that LA found out about... Um, what no. did they say in LA? <laughs> Feel the rain on your skin. The hills. Um, yeah, so she posted an inappropriate status about some school-related stuff, which the LA ended up finding out about. A few weeks later, she tells the whole staffing body that someone hacked her email on Facebook and posted sensitive information and that she knew who it was and was onto the person slash person. I know, Rooney Vardy. <laughs> and it was Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> it was Rebecca Vardy. Her exact, her exact words were, she's laid a trap on her Facebook. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. That is pathetic. <laughs> so, we'll finish this segment with a huge... I hope, I hope the uh, I hope the Facebook status was like, I wish that fat idiot animal stopped talking about kebabs. Stories. Uh, uh, Mr. P's bringing the heat. Uh, ha <laughs> Can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear that? Ha <laughs> ha, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so some just sort of general, general stories here. Um, it was my NQT year, and one day I was making poached eggs on toast in the staff room. Microwave job. Unfortunately, the toaster was in line with the smoke alarm. Not paying attention, I burnt my toast and set off the smoke alarm, which set off the whole school system. The whole school was evacuated during lunch. Lunch boxes and trays abandoned. Hot food quickly turned cold. Firefighters en route. I was mortified and starving. <laughs> That's <laughs> the main thing. As we re-entered the building, children were exclaiming loudly that it smelt like burnt toast. Safe to say, I've never lived it down, and children still list it on their end-of-year report personal highlight section as their favourite moment. <laughs> what, a, what a sad... From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. <laughs> primary school career <laughs> your highlight was missing your lunch because the teacher burnt some toast <laughs> I think if I was Ofsted I'd be questioning oh you know broad and balanced curriculum what have you learned <laughs> that would have been like that story like going over you know it, you know when stuff isn't as funny as when it happens I hate it mate yeah, yeah. and you go over and you go the funniest thing <laughs> happened today you know this Burnt poached eggs and toast, and then we all had to go outside. It was, it was 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like literally sat there like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even when I'm not in class, I'm also still regularly mocked by teachers, especially during science week assembly when I was called up to help with an experiment involving burning as the expert. Oh, nice. That's a nice one. Nice. Yes. Uh, thank you for that story. That right. The top three highlights of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the science fair. <laughs> what about this one? Right. Hey, Mr. Pease, this story made me giggle a couple of weeks ago in the staff room. A definite cringeworthy moment deserving of a mention. Uh, they put it on the general story, so I'm reading it now. Context, my friend teaching year five badminton in PE. This is a badminton racket and this is a shuttlecock. Cue some children trying really hard not to laugh. Unfortunately for them, the teacher noticed, rolled his eyes and immediately said, yes, it's got the word cock in it. Ha, ha, ha. A silence fell across the class. Eventually, a brave child spoke up. Uh, sir, we were laughing because Jamie farted. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say, my friend will think twice before jumping to conclusions next time. I can't believe time. that's what the teacher... <laughs> you never say that, do you? You never, ever say that, do you? You know what uh, you say, like, oh, get your fingers off the doorknob. And then everyone's like, <laughs> you don't go, yes, I said no. You know what I mean? You just don't do it. And plus, you'd never, you'd never say that anyway. <laughs> right. Um, okay. My colleague was doing the register in a year one class and the first name of one of the girls had been changed, but she hadn't, cha- she hadn't been given any notice of this from the parents or the office staff. So she asked the girl what a mum calls her at home, to which the child replied, Skidmark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. Right, here we go. This one. Right. Hi, guys. Huge fan of the podcast. Cannot wait for the Christmas live app. That's what caught my attention straight away. I love that. I am praying we can gather in groups so me and my teacher BFFs can have a few drinks while watching. Anyway, my favourite story from school was one day in biology, the head teacher's wife at the time stormed into the class. She marched right over to the teacher and in front of the whole class slapped the teacher across the face. The teacher, who was fairly new to teaching, started fighting back and they had a full-blown scrap in front of the whole class. The head then raced into the room and split them up. Split them up. It turned out the head had been having an affair with the biology teacher and the wife had found out. Funnily enough, I now work in the same school and work alongside the biology teacher who is now married to the head who divorced the wife. But nothing else in my school career ever came close to that day. Can you imagine being 14 and seeing your teacher have a full-on fight with the head teacher's wife? Luckily, there were no camera phones as that would have gone viral. Hope you enjoy this story and thank you for the amazing pod. Keep it up. As if. Now there's a memory from school. No, that's a great memory from school. I'm thinking about how did the wife find out? Did she find like a skeleton arm? Or like one of their muscle, like, you know, them like body parts that come apart in biology? Did she find like a liver and go, wait, who's been here? Who's been here? Uh, that's crazy that is mad I'd have loved that to happen as a 14 year old whatever age you'd have buzzed off that wouldn't you Yeah. you'd have ran out of that biology classroom straight into the playground like listen to what's just happened you will not believe this yeah that is unbelievable yeah biology teacher oh yeah (laughs) 
Right, this in my Even first. Even though she teaches biology, we had major chemistry. <laughs> in my first year of a uh, first year of being a teacher, I was doing the register in a very difficult P three class, and after every name, one child would shout out Japan in a semi racial to- voice. I'd finally had enough and told that child, enough, do you even know what the capital of Japan is? To which they looked at me a little puzzled and said, yeah. Well, what is it then? I asked in an all seriousness, in all seriousness and they replied, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I just spit my tongue and went back to calling the register. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. That's classic. <laughs> do you even know what the capital of Japan uh, Yeah, Jay. That leads me on, actually, perfect to this this tale that was told to me. Now, this is from my old school. This is a. This was. I think this was about a year ago, <laughs> and it came up because the person who who said it, the child who said it, uh, just kind of came up in conversation between me and the teacher that used to work at my old school. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, basically, he was teaching this lad. We'll call him. Uh, we'll call him Andrew. Mm-hmm. All right. He used to call him Prince because he didn't sweat. Uh, <laughs> only joking. Um, so anyway, towards the end of the day, right, teacher goes, uh, everything okay, Andrew? And Andrew goes, doing his writing, he goes, uh, yes, sir, how do you spell uh, future? And he went, uh, F, U, and he went, oh! <laughs> he went, sir, just said F, U! <laughs> I knew he's wanted to say that to me all year. Right? <laughs> so then all the class are going, oh. <laughs> so anyway, you know, teach calm and sit down, like, all right, chill out. Yeah. So then the class are lining up and they go down for the end of the day, making their way onto the playground while all the parents are there. Yeah. And the head teacher, now my head, which just, who I've spoken about before, brilliant. I absolutely adore her. Genuinely have great memories of her. <laughs> the way you say no, that every time. No, I do. No, because I don't, I, just, I don't want anyone to think. It's obviously, it's just because like a voice is yeah. quite uh, unique. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so anyway, he, she was outside and the kid walked out and was like, miss, this is to the head. How just spell future? So then the head went in front of all the parents. Alf, yeah. <laughs> and then he went, oh, the head's just said F you. And then all the kids are going, oh. And then she was just like, T U I. Brilliant. I've never heard of that one before. Brilliant. I know it's good though, isn't it? I'll have to, uh, I'll have to it's use good, that, that one. Isn't it? Yeah. Just do it to the other staff <laughs> in front of all the kids. What are you saying to your head? Can you just go and tell uh, the year two teacher how do you spell future? <laughs> as soon as she comes back, she said it was F. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get into some disgusting right. things. Yeah, go for it. Oh my god, that's disgusting! Oh, proper disgusting! Well, there's some money, yes. Okay, plenty of disgusting things. Um, okay, I've got one. The poor foundation staff were left a rather disgusting present in the toilet this week. Someone just happened to be checking the toilets when they noticed a massive brown log on the toilet seat. What made this disgusting find even worse? Was that it was covered in worms? Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. I was gonna go sand. Why are we gonna go I sand? Don't know. I don't know. 
Cue the threadworm letter. As if you're having a go at me, like, as if you were going to say sand. I was never going worms. But why would sand be your first go to? I mean, it's like the actual, like, illness. No, threadworms, yeah. So cue the threadworm letter making its first trip to the photocopier. When the children were asked who has been to the toilet, all the children denied. Because they wormed their way out of it. (laughs) (laughs) They threadworm their way out of it. Classic. Um, I've got a couple here that are just mainly now. When we do disgusting, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of poo, isn't it? Quite a lot of poo. Bit of sick. Here's a couple of wee for you. Okay, let's go for it. So I had a kid at the top of the climbing frame in PE. All I heard was, "I'm weeing." She proceeded to wee on three kids below. <laughs> this is her favourite. Another kid ran to let me know and slid in the wee and fell over. <laughs> I mean, that's like a sketch show, isn't it? Unbelievable. Uh, and, this, and this one. Um, <laughs> whilst teaching a PE lesson with year one, a child wet themselves on the mat. It was like the River Nile. <laughs> yeah, for the longest river in, in the world. In the split second it took for me to to get the child off said mat and send him on his way to welfare, another child had jumped in it. All happened in the blink of an eye. Jumping up and down in my people. And then this one. Someone commented on that one going, something like that happened to me. Except I was sorting the kid out that had wet themselves. I looked up to find six or seven kids jumping over the lake. (laughs) Unfortunately, not many were actually making it over. (laughs) Oh god! Right, I've got a couple of. I've got um, another one, but I'll save it for the end because it's it's one of them. You know them. A bit, one of one of those. It's one of those. <laughs> Damn. Um, that that it's very short. So right, right. You know, like I've, I've, got I've been loving the ones. short ones. Yeah. This short one is. Unreal. I have taught special education at the high school level for over thirty years. My students stay on my ca- caseload throughout their high school experience. All of my students have a variety of disabilities ranging from moderate to very severe. This incident happened during my planning period. I returned to my classroom after making copies to find my assistant hanging her head out the storage closet closet, looking very peaky. Even after many years of experience with this population of students, I was not prepared for what happened next. This is great build-up. This is great. It's great writing. (laughs) I told my assistant that I would take over. I don't have a sense of smell. And it was pretty bad in that closet. There was one of my guys, all six foot and 200 pounds, naked. <laughs> Imagining you. Ah, come on. Six foot tall, <laughs> 250 pounds, naked. Covered in shit. <laughs> With his face turned towards me in a grimace that I immediately recognised. Before I could say anything, the largest poop I'd ever seen came flying through... <laughs> Straight out of his bum. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> Let's just rewind. <sighs> Before I could say anything, I mean, what would you say? Because <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going to say, like, oh, <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> so you're right, your mouth is wide open. <laughs> Before I could say anything, the largest poop I'd ever seen... Did you call it poop? He <laughs> called it poop. <laughs> the maturity levels. 
the largest poop I have ever seen came flying straight out of his bum like a rocket. <laughs> great description. Yeah. Although, you know, for greater depth, put like a rocket at the beginning, <laughs> like a rocket. Um, it, slid, it slid across the desk that was behind the kiddo, landing neatly in the middle of the floor. The kid sent another... <laughs> sent off another volley <laughs> the kid sent off another volley which landed in the middle of the desk my student was a combination of upset and mad about the whole incident best defence is a good offence he's non-verbal but he's able to easily express his feelings although I did try to have my disappointed teacher face on I really could only laugh I got him cleaned up and dressed by the time that was done my next class has started I called the custodian, but somehow he never—he was never available. <laughs> I bet he was. I bet he was just like, sorry, <laughs> just got to run a few errands. In the end, it was another time that my lack of sense of smell was to my benefit. As long as I couldn't see it, thanks to the copious amounts of newspapers, I was fat. Wait, so did he not clean it up straight away? Just sort of like covered it in newspapers, like a dead animal. It's like we'll lay it to rest. <laughs> Uh, the experience didn't scare off my assistant. She's now a special education teacher working with students with autism. Well, I well, think if you can survive... Years, 30 years yeah. in the profession there, massive well played. And, and that is that is dealt with with, with a serious yeah. amount of class. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, brilliant story. <laughs> the description just is what made me laugh it's great quite a lot. Um, right, I've got another one here. Uh, right. <laughs> A few years ago, we had a great team working in Key Stage 1 at a special school. There were three young boys who, let's say, found it hard to make the right choices, in, ah, in, yes. in, in inverted commas, and basically made our life a living hell. I know what you're thinking, three six-year-old boys. <laughs> I love that. They've gone pure teacher, haven't they? You boys who struggled to make the right choices, but made our lives a living hell. Um, I know what you're thinking. Three six-year-old boys reducing staff to tears on a daily basis. What were they doing? Well, we had no support from the head or SLT, so had to deal with the behaviours ourselves. This particular day, we split the children up over lunch and kept one of them inside. I was sat eating my lunch at the table whilst the teacher I worked with sat with the said child who was obviously upset at the fact he wasn't outside with the others. I heard screaming, swearing and shouting coming from the little darling at the corner of the room. Just as I was about to take a bite of my toast, the teacher bellows, Duck! I look over at her, ducking out of the way as a piece of poo comes flying oh, towards no. me, hits me on the shoulder, then lands on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a big turd was lying there on my plate of toast. Oh, no. <laughs> what can I say? I was speechless. It was one of those moments, if you don't laugh, you cry. Safe to say I was the talk of the school and it still gets mentioned now. <laughs> Looking back, I can laugh now at all the things that happened that year. But my gosh, was it hard work. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what, what, you though? what do you have for dinner, love? <laughs> oh, I had a shit sandwich. <laughs> what? <laughs> what kind of sandwich was it? No, no, seriously, it was, it was a piece of human shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, how was your day? Oh crap! Yeah. Did you have his word with the SLT about getting no support? I tried to, but it went down like a shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Got 
got some on your shoulder, babe. <laughs> you got a chip on your shoulder. <laughs> no, that's corn, actually. <laughs> no, it's just a piece of corn. Um, oh. Here's my little shouty. Um, a child gave me a wet willy with his toe. <laughs> Has the child positioned himself there? Where's the teacher there? I mean, that is an uh, absolutely extraordinary effort from the kid there. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Right. What are we going for next? Brilliant. Some uh, burns. Yeah, go for some burns. A child has just rinsed you. Grab that red paper towel now. Hold your head in shame To Mr. B's in a podcast <laughs> Right, okay, we got some teacher burns um, Shall I start with this one? I had, I had this on my list from the previous episode and I can't remember whether I read it or not I, so if, I don't think you have Right, so Recently teaching ICT lesson focusing on why people feel the need to edit their images uh, it was actually one of Mr. P's lessons from his website. Nice plug for you there. Thank you very much. Um, I edited a photo of myself to greatly improve my hair, teeth and tan. After displaying the images side by side, I asked the class, what are the dangers of uploading edited images like this one online? I was hoping for an answer linked to not being true to yourself, self-esteem issues, etc. Instead, one of my year five girls answered with, well, if you went to meet up with someone who's only ever seen you online, but you turn up looking like you really do... That poor woman is going to be really, really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she had a point. That is an absolute burn. My goodness. Especially when you've gone to the effort of designing that whole lesson. Uh, <laughs> Some of these are great. So I've got... Um, the word of the day was woeful. So a child used it in a sentence by writing... Miss Millie's fashion sense is woeful. <laughs> Gentle reminder about being kind. <laughs> and then this, this is up there in my favourite. I bought a lovely top from Zara. The kid said my button looked like I'd left the tag on and asked if I'd stolen it. Every time I wore it after that, they'd say, look, Miss is wearing that top she robbed from Zara. <laughs> Needless to say, I don't wear it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Any others? Yeah, I've got... Uh, when my reception children returned to school in June after the first lockdown, one child said, Oh, wow, your hair looks like my nan's. <laughs> <laughs> Another one said, Your hair's like a mixture. What do you mean? Well, it's got light bits and dark bits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing is, they don't know how, how much they're burning you, do they? They don't have a clue. They think they're being nice. Wait, this, 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 <laughs> I'll do this one and then I'll call it. During literacy, hand goes up. Why do you have so many spots, miss? <laughs> Break time. I spy with my little eye. Something beginning with P. Pimple! They're all over your face, <laughs> even under your chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my wow. god! Pimple! <laughs> what a word! Uh, oh right. I've 
got a few questions, put it on the Insta, got picked a few questions for us. So again, let's play the jingle. Guys, got a question for you. Can I get an answer? Yeah, 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 Actually, got some cracking questions here. So, first one, uh, as they were discussing first kisses on I'm a Celeb, who was your first kiss? Who was my first kiss? Uh, my first kiss was, uh, are we talking, uh, what are we talking? Are we talking Pex McGee? Are we talking <laughs> the old French, French kiss? Tennis. <laughs> um, I remember my first proper kiss was at the Trafford Centre. Um, just been to watch Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. <laughs> this my memory is absolutely weird. And then we went outside, me and Laura. Yeah. Her name was... Um, and this is what's weird. It's like, we were in a very crowded kind of outside of the Orient. Yeah. Very crowded. It's not like it was now. Do you remember? It was, it was always a big kind of open area. Yeah. And then, you know, me and Laura just started to go at it. <laughs> Hammering tongues. <laughs> and Don't say that. Well, like, just, you know, there was just people with the families. Yeah. And I mean, you know, anyone who says that they were like a good kisser when they first ever kissed, you're a liar. Because it wasn't until I went to one of them discos of like, will you pull my mate? Will you pull my mate? And I got an experience pull, <laughs> right? And, and it changed my world. It slowed me right down. She kind of just plonked the tongue there and, and until I got tired. And then she taught me, you know, <laughs> slow <laughs> down. I just want to get to know you. Um, you know, my jaw was killing How me. How old were you? When I had my first kiss. Uh, I don't know. Well, let's have a look at when the Twin Towers was released. <laughs> Lord, I'm gonna go 2002 for Twin Towers. So what would I have been there? Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, 2002. Look at my knowledge there. Yeah. So 2002. So how long ago was that? 18 years ago. Yeah. So I'd have been 14, 13, 14. 14. I was 10. Your pillow don't count. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> I had a girlfriend. Which on the street. It? Oh, was it Thingy? Helen Buckingham. Yeah. Oh, but should we say this names? Is, this is a confession. This is. So I was going out with Helen yeah. on the street, but then on a Friday night we'd go to the disco. Oh yeah. A Friday night disco in Flixton. And then I Boom, ended up shake, shake, shake the room. <laughs> yeah. And then I ended up kissing someone. So As my, in full on tashing up. Yeah. Um so my first ever snog with someone was actually cheating on a girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god! You were always a dirty mug. I wasn't. And you were. And I wasn't. The, the, the funny thing is about your first girlfriend on the street. Now yeah. I don't want to out him here, but Ob, who is the master of the O, <laughs> legend, lived on our street, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. And he adored Helen. Yeah, yeah. He loved. Her. And don't get me wrong, she was beautiful back yeah. in the day. She really was. <laughs> Plus, she doesn't listen. I, I, <laughs> I'll tell you what else as well about Helen Buckingham. And now you're going to think about how crazy my memory is. Right, let me right, tell you this. She went to the cinema and then we were playing out at the end, like at the night. And she got back and she came out and we were all stood there. Um, and we said, I can't, you know, you said, what have you just been to see? And she said, I've just been to see Armageddon. It's amazing. And then we went straight in and said to dad, 
Let's, Let's go, go and see it. Armageddon because we were due to go and watch Doctor Doolittle. But right. then we, I ended up going. She was going. a few years older than me. She she was going anyway. The the OB story was um, it, it, her younger sister was I think a year above us, so she was yeah, about yeah. two, three, four years below Helen, and uh, she gave OB a, a negative uh, Kodak <laughs> thing of like a a topless <laughs> a topless picture, right? So OB tried to put that. With his camera roll, <laughs> get it developed, <laughs> and then the woman in Max Spielman <laughs> was like, "Sorry," <laughs> was like, "Sorry, what's this?" <laughs> and he got, I don't know how that's going. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I can't believe that. I don't think I knew that about you. No. <laughs> <laughs> and this loving OB going, <laughs> just having the negatives in his room, like, okay, gotta get these Because <laughs> one of my girlfriends used to, uh, one of my girlfriends, but a girlfriend I used to have. One of you many in the time. When we were about 16, she worked in a Max Spielman in sale, and she used to say, that like so many because this was before social media really yeah, yeah. and people would come in and they'd have to develop pictures but if anything was dodgy they had to like hold it back and then pass it on to the police <laughs> and the police would investigate you know if there was anything dodgy with yeah, like course, kids yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and she said like there was so much filth that would be tra- people would try to develop I swear I swear I've said this on the podcast before but do you remember when we went on holiday and we had the camera and we were on that <laughs> nude beach in Spain and we took a couple of sneaky photos of them women and then we never told mum and dad and then mum went to collect them from Max Spielman and then she came <laughs> when we got home there was just two nudes on the table dad looking over like good on you lads <laughs> brilliant uh, right next question um, right do, funny do, question. do you believe in fate uh, I do you know what I randomly I do believe in fate I, I, I do we disagree on this I think don't uh, we but I, 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 I do I am a true believer that in, in a certain way what goes around comes around and I also think that certain things happen for a reason. The reason why I say that is because you look at me and Kim, right? There were so many reasons why me and Kim shouldn't have worked or shouldn't have happened. She was close to moving back to Birmingham yeah, because uh, she had non-stop tough pain. <laughs> I received... Let me, let me just cut in here. I sent it to you, didn't I? That woman, that girl on Instagram, and now I will give her a name check because she has been a great, uh, a great fan. While you find that, I'm going to come in here and say I don't believe in fate. I just, as I've got older, I've become very disillusioned with a lot of things such as uh, religion and and. <laughs> Sorry, I, I tried to get this thing the other day. It's still playing, so. So I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna actually give her a give her a bit of air time. It. Oh, why is it? So, so. <laughs> Jesus, my God, what's happening? So, the, <laughs> you do right. Sorry, right. So this girl Emma uh, had messaged me after the last step. Now the last yeah. step we talked about how Kim called it a tough brush yeah. and a tough ache. 
So this girl sent, and, and she has been a fan of the pod. For so a long what time. if, what if, like, you know how I can open a bottle with my with you, my teeth? Yeah. What would she say? Like, you've got tough, tough. <laughs> You've got tough teeth. You've got tough toughs. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but this is what she said, and I hope you don't mind me saying, uh, playing this. Oh, it is a tough. <laughs> so, it is a tough. I'm from Wolverhampton. It's a tough. It's not a tooth. It's a tough. Your wife's right, Adam. Just go with her. You need to teach the kids. It's a tough. Because when they've got a tough ache, what are they going to say? I've got a toothache. No, it's tough. <laughs> the mum's brummy. They're brummy. It's a tough. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Look how she sounded so angry. You're gonna, you're gonna find this tough to take. <laughs> but I'm sorry, I can't get on board with that. But thank you so much for message. It, it was brilliant. Um, but going back to it, talking about like fate and things happening for a reason. You know, Kim was close to going back to Birmingham. Um, there was a night where um, the, the night that basically made me and Kim where I went on a night out she was randomly there we hadn't really spoken properly we got left like as the last two in this bar and that was where I did my horrible like can I have a colleague kiss thing that I've spoken about on the podcast horrendous but you know I wasn't supposed to be out that night like me and my mate went to me and my mate Charlie went to the bookies uh, and we ended up we only had a tenner and we just put a tenner in the machine and just get, get, gave it a ride and it, we ended up getting to 100 quid so we got we were like oh 50 quid each let's go out so we bought a bottle of Voddy bottle of Glenn's good old Glenn <laughs> took him home <laughs> cracked Glenn open and just got absolutely levered went straight to Lamar's in town and then without me knowing there's Kim and all these girls from her work and then obviously that's where I kind of you know and I just think that Something like that. If I didn't go out that night, Kim probably never thought that I liked her. I never got the opportunity to tell her in drink and and things like that. So I I yeah. like to think that there is there is. I like. But you're to, just a misery. I'm not. I just think I'd rather. I like. I like the idea that I'm in control. Now I can't be in control of everything, but Claire's in control of you. <laughs> You're, you're not in no, control but, of anything. But the other thing about fate is then that in some ways it sort of ex- it can give you an excuse. Oh, it's not meant to be. Well, why is it not meant to be? You can't just blame fate. You can't go, oh, it's fate that. No, no, no. You make the choices. You've got to take responsibility for your choices in life. I'd, I've just become very disillusioned with the whole idea of religion as I've got older, and I'm not judging anyone who is religious, you know, each to their own. I've just become very disillusioned with it. I just think, you know, You're you make your choices. old misery bag. I'm not at all. I'm not. Cheating old misery bag. <laughs> not at all. I am. I just don't believe in it. I don't I, believe I, in fate. You can't, I don't believe in karma. You can't say. I don't believe in karma because there's too many people who never get a comeuppance. Yeah, a couple of people will, but if you worked out the averages, karma does not work. There's so many people who, you know, deserve to have their face smacked. Never happens. And then you see people who are just the nicest people. God, they only asked you why you had your Christmas tree (laughs) up. My God, man, let it go. No. But you know, so, uh, yeah, agree to disagree on that one. I'm saying, no, I don't believe in fate. I just don't like that idea that it's, you know, your... your Look your... at you, Mr. Manny, that you're in control. No, but, you know... Yeah, but this... that, what, so what do you think about that? About me me going out that night? Do you just think that's just luck? You went out every night. <laughs> you yeah. went out every night. Yeah, but I didn't get the... And the chances are... I didn't get on the Glens. If it didn't happen on that night, it would have been whatever night you were out next time. 
because you, you were pretty much going out every weekend getting leathered, so it, there was going to come a time where you'd have been out anyway. Well, yeah, but would I have been on the Glenn's Honest Juice? <laughs> right, two more questions. Next one. These are really good questions, actually. When was the last time you had a cry? God, I thought I was going to ask something else then. <laughs> and I was going to be like, <laughs> yesterday night, <laughs> which is untrue. Uh, when's the last time what? You cried. Ooh, good question. Um... Ooh, last time I cried. As in, like, what? Just, like, genuine or, like, a film or a show? Well, just last time I I cried. The last time I cried... When that kid threw the ball in your face. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. You said you were throwing it over my head. Um, The last time I cried... Uh, I have to admit, I did get a little bit teary um, when, obviously, I found out about Charlie's dad. Yeah. Um, Because not only was I sad about... Uh, the legend that was Paddy, uh, you know, passing away. But obviously I felt, I just felt horrendous that, well, one, I couldn't be there to send him off. One, I yeah. couldn't be there to help my mate. So I did, there was a night, there was that night where I got, um, I got a little bit upset about that. And then also it got me thinking about our dad. Yeah. It got me thinking about, you know, just what kind of legends they are. And then I looked at some old pictures and I, I did get a little bit of a cry. I'm not going to lie. I, I, <laughs> I didn't cry. I've said this on the pod for ages. I didn't cry at any films or any shows or anything for years until I found out I was having a child. Like, it changed me completely. I, I You know, even, like, Armageddon, my favourite movie of all time, and it's such a heartbreaking finish to Armageddon. <laughs> but I never really... I never cried at it. I was, I, was, I was kind of affected by it, but I never cried. And then, obviously, we found out that Kim was pregnant. It was pure joy. And then I went to watch Eddie the Eagle at the cinema and I was crying my eyes out. Eddie the Bloody Eagle, can you believe it? Um, so it, it, I, I'm not afraid of like of, of showing my emotions at all. I, you know, there's sometimes where... Because Dad's weird, isn't he? he, he you know, mum, mum can turn him on, literally. Yeah, but time. Dad changed once he had the big C. Yeah, Dad... But Dad, Dad became... Just, Dad cried at everything. Dad no, cried no, no, no. I'm actually talking. No, but Dad, Dad cries at, at stuff on TV. He doesn't in real life, as in no, like yeah, normal yeah. stuff. He's very collect, and I think that is purely to enable us to have someone or Mum to have someone to to kind of you know because it's no use in us. Like when Granddad passed, yeah, you know we were all devastated. It was the first kind of it was the first key member of our family when we were old enough, because we obviously yeah. lost Dad's dad, but our granddad, who we'd had for, all of us had had for over 20 years of our lives, you 30, um, and Dad was the one that was, like, able to kind of soak it all up because he needed to be there. If he was bursting crying, there would have been no one kind of holding it together. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you? Um, I cry on the regs. <laughs> My skinny caramel macchiato! <laughs> It's all on me laptop back there. <laughs> I nearly cried on Friday. I didn't nearly have a cry. Um, yeah, I, I cry a lot. I, I, it's a programme that I watch called uh, This Is Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pretty much every episode of that programme I watch, I end up in tears. I just cry. I don't know what it is. The music gets me every time. You know, sometimes... <laughs> It's really sad that I'm going to admit this, right? So I watch this programme, and if you've not watched This Is Us, it, I just love it. I mean, it's about triplets, so it's, there's a bit of a special connection there, and it's just one of these programmes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> it's just one of these programs that really just makes you think about how your actions have um, consequences well into the future. So it sort of like jumps between when these triplets were babies, when they were kids, it's like teenagers. Fate, isn't it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> and. And it's basically, they'll, they'll have an episode where what they're doing as adults is explained by the experiences yeah, yeah, yeah. they had. Yeah. And as a father, it makes you really think about how you conduct yourself with your children now and then what it will... T- and it just, it really makes you reflect and think about stuff. But the soundtrack, right? So I can't remember what date it was. It was a couple of weeks ago. And I think I was getting, you know, just having one of those days and I was just a bit fed up and I was a bit worried about obviously whether the business is going to be okay and all this, you know, there was loads of things that, you know, the next lockdown was coming in and I just felt really sort of demote of it. I just, and people probably don't think I have those days because you don't see me banging on about it on social media and I try and be, but you do, I have those days. And I went, I went for a drive somewhere. I might have been together, <laughs> I'm a but... depressed ICT man. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> um, and, and, I, and I put, I put the soundtrack onto This Is Us and I sat in my car. I think I'd gone for a Starbucks again. And I sat in my car and I literally just, you know, went like, do you ever do that with like, uh, when mute certain songs come on the radio? Uh, or come, you're playing certain songs and then you just sort of pretend you're in the music video a little bit. Yeah, oh, oh, all <laughs> you know the what time. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I imagined I was in This Is Us, like a really dramatic scene, and I just had a little bit of a moment where I just had a bit of a cry, like, well, the soundtrack's going. <laughs> oh, man. Can I have a skinny girl? <laughs> Welcome to Starbucks. What can I get for you? <laughs> what size? Fancy. Um, no, but I. It's funny you should say that because music is what. Now I'm going to give two examples. So I watched Love Actually the other day, right? Which obviously gave me the idea for the Boris thing. But the bit in Love Actually where Emma Thompson opens up her present yeah. thinking that she's getting that necklace and it's that spoiler CD. alert by the way it's that CD I, yeah I honestly that affected me when I was a child didn't make me cry but now now that I'm an adult now that I'm married now that you know it's like me finding it's like me finding a bottle of Dr Pepper Zero in the in the boot like a two litre Dr Pepper Zero <laughs> and thinking oh my god Kim's Kim's got me a Dr Pepper Zero two litre bottle and then when Kim comes in, did you get any drinks? She gives me a can. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, who's, who's the two litre for? You know, Cockney John. <laughs> oh, I'm absolutely gagging for that. Thanks, Kim. Uh, but honestly, it, it, it affects me that. But talking about music, I 100% do that. Like, when something happened a few weeks ago, I can't remember. I think, it, to be fair, actually, I think it was to do with... Uh, we heard the news about uh, Charlie's dad, Paddy. We, we'd had... We know we weren't allowed to see Nana or Grandma. Grandma obviously had a bit of a, yeah. a, a bad time of it, and I was driving, and and I, I'm the worst enemy really because I should just bang something on that'll get me upbeat. Kim yeah. always has a go at me for it. I, I should be banging on upbeat tunes, but I'm I'm an absolute power ballad, slow ballad kind of guy. <laughs> so I put on James Arthur uh, acoustic. <laughs> oh, I tell you honestly, right? Let me let me just quickly this this acoustic song. Right, from James Arthur. Now, anyone who, 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 who knows James Arthur, he's absolutely quality. He's, he's absolutely mint. Who was in his year at X Factor? Oh, God. Now you're asking. Oh, God. Who was he get? Was it Jermaine? Was it Jermaine? Oh, yeah, Jermaine. Jermaine, yeah, yeah, I think it was, yeah. Right, so I listened to this acoustic. 
Pulled up at these lights, and I was going, Don't leave me this way. <laughs> like, God, with razor blades, like, I won't sleep till you saving say. <laughs> Turn to the side, and this guy was just watching me. And then I just went, and I just kept looking forward, just and then you're just kind of like, When you <laughs> But yeah, great, great question. Right, one last one. What is your biggest fear? Genuine. Go on. Uh, because of how unlucky I've been with kind of like, you know, I had, didn't I, I have meningitis when I was one. Everyone will probably already know this because I list them all the time. I had meningitis when I was one. Then I got, you know, bad asthma. And then I got obviously diagnosed with ADD. And then I got type 1 diabetes when I was like 18. I feel like there's been a lot that I've had to take. Yeah. Genuinely, my biggest fear is, is, is dying early. Like right. leave, leaving my children without me that, I know that's how I know that everyone will be thinking like, whoa why yo other Mr. P's got dark <laughs> but it's not it's, it's do you know when you're like during this pandemic I was speaking to someone about this the other day and I was just like I don't know if it's just because I've had children and I think it's because of just how important mum and dad are to us I constantly think about like I there, there is nothing that I want more pandemic whatever to be over but there's nothing I want more than to to see to, to walk either down the aisle now I know that yeah. sounds horrendous like so cheesy you know because it's a line from Armageddon isn't it <laughs> you know I wish I could be there <laughs> to walk you down the aisle but genuinely that my biggest fear is for me to not be around for that but but obviously that that hopefully won't happen well see what fate has in store eh? <laughs> Depends if you look. What's your yeah, biggest calm. fear? You believe in calm? Your <laughs> biggest fear is that your calendar is going to be the same next year. Yeah. <laughs> that Helen Buckingham finds out that you were a dirty dog at 10. <laughs> um, I don't know what my biggest fear. I don't to be fair, you could, you could say it about anything, though. It's like, it, it, in like there's constant fears. Yeah. I always have fears about mum and dad. I always have fears about nana and grandma and Kim's nan and things like that they're all fears in my head and it's but the way I kind of view it now and it's the same with my fear that I was talking about before is you know you just can't even with all this pandemic it's like right just count yourself lucky you've done okay I mean I was at a point in life you know this when I used to work at the (laughs) co-op and I lived at home and I didn't drive and I was injured all the time so I couldn't play sport I was kind of on the Max and Paddy. I was on the road to nowhere, right? And then, obviously, got a job in school, found what I was good at, embraced the job, did really well, met Kim. What are you laughing found at? Found something you were good at? Yeah, I'm, I'm brilliant at my job. Everyone, all the listeners know that. Um, do you remember that P spelling in, in lockdown, guys? And, and then, you know, obviously met Kim, moved out for the first ever time. Because I lived, I lived with mum and dad in the same house from zero to, like, 25. And then, obviously, I've moved in with Kim. Only the house I've lived in. And then, you know, now I drive. Okay. I, dri- I drive all right. <laughs> often quite... When you're belting out. I was going to say, often cry at the wheel. Um, and then, obviously, I've got two beautiful kids. And, you know, this 
we, yeah. we do we do all right. I, I'm I'm all right. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know what my biggest fear is. I don't think I can think of one at the minute. Obviously, yeah. I get stressed and I get worried and stuff, but I try my best to not worry about things I can't control. What if the pharmacy's run out of diprobase? One of the one of the best lessons. <laughs> one of the best lessons. Like obviously, I I have been in in loads of conferences now where you hear other people. Uh, talk and there was one that I went to in in Madrid actually I was doing a, a talk in Madrid. Ah, Buenos Dios. Yeah. <laughs> Hola. Hoy. <laughs> Hoy. <laughs> and they had this guy who was like SAS special forces and he was talking about um, going on all these expeditions and stuff and he's he, basically his companies rich people pay him to do like an SAS thing with mm. them to give him build resilience and he said they had this guy who was like the smallest little guy. Like really small, really sort of weedy in build, and um, but he was just fearless. And the best lesson he ever learned off him was, and he'd done all sorts of like, you know, find snakes and do all these things, and he never complained about anything. And he said, you know, why, why do you never have a moan about anything? And the guy simply said, he goes, well, I can't change anything about the weather. If it's going to rain, it's going to rain. The only thing I can do is uh, control how I react. To yeah, the rain, yeah, yeah. and I, I, I remember sitting there going, "But yeah, it's quite a good outlook to have that, isn't it? It's like there's certain things that happen in your life that you just cannot control because there's no such thing as fate. Uh, but what you can control is how you react to it and how you deal with these issues. No, and, that's fair. Yeah, you know, you can either you can either. It's all about embracing change and embracing the 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 situation in it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, at the start of the pandemic, I had a good few weeks where I just thought that was going to be it. Like, the business was going to go down. It was going to be game over. We were really going to struggle. And it's it's not sort of happened. And it was like, we sort of wasted loads of time worrying about something that didn't eventually happen. I think that I think that's just lessons of life, isn't it? Whereas you get older, you get better. Bloody hell, we've, got, we've spent a long time chatting about those questions. But they were good, man. You've learned a little bit more about the two Mr P's. You've got uh, Adam, who believes in fate and... Um, cries listening to James Arthur <laughs> and I cheated on my girlfriend when I was a <laughs> <laughs> so there we go um, right should we get a couple more features yeah let's 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 plough through these features right what, what else you got right, here so I'll go for let's do da, 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 da. late night limp home work sucks I know, I got injured in my school, and now I feel like a fool, saying ain't so, I will not go, Saturday and E, I wanna go home. Right, okay, some injuries for you, go on then Adam if you've got a couple. <laughs> now, do you remember last week when we said I joined in a game of take, what was that one? Was it like I joined oh. in a game of TIG and I broke my nose? Yeah, yeah. yeah that made me laugh so much. There is, there's a couple of, of ones here. Um, Heather, I was pretending to be the gingerbread man and the children were chasing me. I tripped and broke my finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! I'm so scared! Have you heard of the Muffin Man? <laughs> Um, and then I love this one Nicola playing duck duck goose with my class I broke my wrist <laughs> I want to know how I don't get it as soon as you say goose 
just sprint up. But then someone commented on Nicholas thing. He still did parents evening and she put, of course, I'm a trooper. I love that. Just loads of an ice pack, paper towels. What have you done there, miss? Don't do this. It's a terrible sport. And then this one. Impie, put your javelins into the ground. I put it into my foot. <laughs> Straight to A&E with the head teacher. <laughs> Right, I've got one. I'm a secondary PE teacher, and in my NQT year, why are injuries always NQT years? It was nearing the end of the year, and I was teaching a year nine long jump session. The class was quite tough, typical year nine girls, all the sass. Didn't particularly like PE and hated each other even more. Anyway, it was a glorious day, so as a proud ginger, I lathered up with sun cream before school and headed out to teach my long jump lesson. Still a bit tacky from still a bit tacky from the long sun cream. Uh, tacky. <laughs> That's what it says. Still a bit tacky from the sun cream. Sticky. Maybe it's sticky. a typo. As I was discussing technique, in particular the leg shoot, I stepped backward into the sand pit, foot down a rabbit warren, and completely decked it. Flat, flat on my back in the sand pit, covered in sand, all made worse because of the layers of sun cream I piled on, which is now clinging onto the sand for dear life. All I could hear was the year nine girls gasp, then howl, laughing for the entire lesson. The remaining two years of their school life was spent bringing up this very moment. They lived for athletic lessons just so they could bring this up. I was finding sand in places you... <laughs> Don't want sand oh. for, for weeks. <laughs> now you look tacky. <laughs> oh, that'd be bad. That when you get sand in places, like your oh. groin. And honestly, you know when you're lying on a beach and you get sand in your groin, the chafage is unreal. That's where Sudacrem, seriously, is worth the biscuits. Uh, right, I've just got something that I want to talk about, and then we've got something to finish, which I think you're going to absolutely love. Right, okay, I was going to do this earlier in the episode, but I sort of forgot because we were chatting about other stuff. Right, so, strange things that only happen in primary schools, Mm -hmm. right? So, I had to do, and I've not done this for a while, but I had to do a science investigation last week. Like, usually... The teachers do that, and then I will do other stuff. But I had to do a science investigation on your iPad (laughs) and make a crazy little eye movie. (laughs) But, um, but right, I'm convinced. And it's been a while since I've done the science investigation. And this science investigation was linked to solids, liquids, and gases, Mm -hmm. and it was demonstrating that air weighs something. Right. Right. You've lost me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So the investigation was you could do one of two. The first one is you get. Um, like fizzy drinks like a can of fizzy drink yeah and then you weigh it and then you open it you leave it for a night so all the bubbles go out mm-hmm. you weigh it again and then it should be lighter right to prove that air weighs something or you get a coat hanger with two balloons on either end one inflated one deflated and when you balance it the inflated balloon should be heavier right right yeah yeah and I'm convinced there's so many other science investigations that you do as a school where you as a teacher, you have to fiddle it because both those experiments, they both weighed the same. The fizzy drink the morning the morning after, exact same weight. The two balloons just balanced. It was so lucky 
I just tested it before the day started because I was like, I was like, that's Claire's brother. I was like, what am I going to do with it? They weigh the exact same. So what, what do you do? Well, we tried everything. I put blue tack in the balloon, but you could just hear it rattle because you've got to fiddle it in a way yeah, where the yeah. kids obviously don't pick up on it. Mm. Um, and so what I ended up doing, because it was one of those clipper um, hangers, yeah. was I blew up the balloon and you know in the little little bit at the end? Yeah, like, little nipple. They, yeah, the little nipple. I just stuffed it with so much blue tack, <laughs> but then hid it in the in the clipper. In the clipper, and then it worked. It was perfect. But I just thought, why can't we find investigations that are just clearly, you know, showing what you want to prove? Because there's so many others that I've done as well. There's so many other science investigations. And anyone listening to this as a teacher, you will know. And I, I sort of talked about it on my Insta story. And so many secondary school teachers just replied going, yeah, pretty much every experiment you do at secondary school, a science experiment, is just fiddled to, you know. Uh, and then what the teacher had to do with the, uh, the fizzy drinks was she had to just like subtly pour some of it away <laughs> while the kids were she was like right just get the date and title in your books and then poured some of it away like let's measure it and then it was like yeah yeah it's weird just do just do investigations that prove the point the point easily, rather yeah. than you having to fiddle it because then you just feel I couldn't do you know what I couldn't tell you a scientific investigation apart from Mentos in, in fizzy drinks yeah do you know, like that explosion that yeah. happens that, that's, that's all I've got Right, so um, we've got a flashback, but we'll leave that for the next for the next episode. Um, we've got uh, we did have a COVID idiot as well. Um, my COVID idiot nomination. Should I do the jingle or should I just go into just it? Just quickly do it. Right, it's COVID, COVID, COVID idiot has to be all the people who have uh, moaned online about the Sainsbury's Christmas advert. Have you heard about this? Oh God, yeah. What what is people? Do you know what annoys me is like these are the same people who moaned about the diversity stuff. Like, there's no other way around it. If you're getting offended by that Sainsbury's Christmas advert, you, you're clearly racist, right? There's no, there's nothing around it. You clear, and, and it's funny because no one's kicking off with the Aldi advert, are they? So if you've not seen this Sainsbury advert, it's basically a black family who are talking about the gravy that dad makes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what Sorry, I mean? I have seen and, it. And I've yeah, watched yeah. that, and it was the one Christmas advert I've watched this year where I went, oh... Like, I, and I actually felt something, and mm. you know, the other ones I've not been as keen on. But I was like, that's a bloody really nice advert, that. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that's what Christmas is about. It's about those family traditions. It's about, you know, the things that you've done from being a kid that you carry on doing so that your kids do it. And, it's, and, and I just think, if you're looking at that and getting offended because it's a black family, you've got a problem. You've seriously got an, an I, issue. I, 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 yeah, I mean, just jumping in there, it's so true. I mean, I, I've seen that advert, and it is a brilliant advert. And the thing is, it's a great advert. That's all I take from it. Yeah. It's a great advert. Yeah. That's it. It's not, it's not ooh, they, ooh, I'm not sure about... It's ridiculous. Anyone who thinks that... You are a piece of but- shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know, I know it's a family pod, and, 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 and I apologise if you're listening to me for kids. But let's let's be real here. I yeah. mean, that is absolutely pathetic. That yeah. is, I mean, you know, that's what when you're talking about those those people who are. <laughs> I know it's them people, isn't it? Them people. Yeah. Them, them, them people. Yeah. What have you done today to make you feel proud? Um. But, yeah. yeah, but those, those, those them people <laughs> that that are are moan about the Sainsbury's ad when it comes on TV, if they have children and they are kicking yeah, yeah. off, oh, well, why are they in this advert? Whatever. 
it's that's why there's a problem. Yeah, you know, it's a learned behaviour. It's ridiculous. It's a learned behaviour. No child is yeah. born racist. I mean, I don't like behavior. your rants, but to be fair, your rants this app have been banged. Thank on. you very much. Yeah. yeah, but I don't see anyone moaning about the Aldi advert. You know, I don't feel represented by this carrot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't speak for me. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it does my, it does my head, doesn't it? And, it, and it's funny because there are all these people who will then have a go at my generation or our generation because we're this big bunch of snowflakes, yet they're the ones who are the mo- moaning all the time about stuff like it. At the end of the day, crazy. I, I think the only thing I'd say is Anyone who has moaned about that advert, you're, you're just a piece of shit. <laughs> no other way of putting it. I'm not, no, I mean, I'm not, not going to bleep that out. No, don't bleep it out. <laughs> Let me say it again. <laughs> right. no. So um, we've we've hit the two hour mark, so we will wrap it up. But we've got uh, we've got to talk about this. So I we, we put like a, a post out on Facebook. Um, an Instagram, which was basically what was the funniest rumour or lie that did the rounds when you were at school? Because yeah, yeah. at school, there were so many rumours. So many. And we're not, you know, we're not naming and shaming anyone. It was just these funny stories that you heard at school that clearly probably weren't <laughs> real. Weren't true, yeah. Weren't true, but you believed them as a kid. And again, this is going to be a feature. We're going to have to get a jingle for this because there is so much gold. I've not even read... The, the ones on the Facebook post. These are just ones that came through the website. There's a couple, and I'm going to finish on a story that chilled me to my very bones. Right, rumour. That our English teacher, who had three children at the school, had claimed that the father of her newest child was actually the art teacher and not her husband. Ooh, some of them are juicy. Well, can we cut in with our one? Do you remember our one from Ambrose? <laughs> Which the... So, the old Melly Whale. We'll call him Mr. E. Right. Miss, supposedly Mr. E had taken one of the six formers <laughs> and had him locked up in his basement. Do you remember that? That was oh, going I got sent I got sent one. Sorry to interrupt, I know you got loads here. I got sent one uh, from a friend at work saying uh, our we got told in year seven that our food tech teacher was a porn star when she was younger. Uh, everyone openly <laughs> talked about it in the lesson and she never addressed it. Uh, another rumour here that every morning teacher X would leave a massive dump in the staff toilets and not flush it we were actually told this by another teacher (laughs) not even a rumour it's just facts (laughs) this is a funny one when I was 11 my boyfriend rang me up and told me he was a secret agent I believed him and spent the next two years terrified he was going to report me to the FBI for watching pirated DVDs (laughs) This one just made me laugh because it's so random. There was a rumour that a teacher used to eat porridge with her hands. (laughs) 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 That's brilliant. (laughs) There was a rumour that a teacher used to eat porridge with her hands. I found out later from my old form tutor, who I'm still in contact with, that it was actually true. (laughs) (laughs) How random. I know. Uh, But this one, right this is just going to finish the episode because oh it's, it's disturbing right I saw the post about weirdest rumours at school and I had to tell you this one there was a kid at school 
uh, with us, who was a little odd, very quiet and didn't really have any mates. His mum would pick him up and drop him off every day to school while everyone else would either walk or be on the bus. I put it down to the fact that he was picked on a little bit, so being on an unsupervised bus, bus would be a nightmare. A new kid started the school and the teacher partnered them up with the odd lad to hopefully help him make friends. They seemed to be getting on and the new kid ended up going round to this boy's house. After it, the boys never spoke to each other again and it later came out that the new kid had gone to the toilet and when he walked back into the front room, he saw the weird boy who was 13 at the time doing what? Kissing his mum. <laughs> no, I think this is probably worst. Sucking on his mum's tits. Yes, the weirdo was being bre- breastfed as a teenager. <laughs> wait, wait, I, I might be getting confused here. So this kid took another kid back to his house. Yeah. And then is it the the kid's house who it is was the one who was on his mum's breast? Yeah, so the weird oh, kid. Oh, I thought you meant the, the other kid. Not a new so, kid. So the guy. Not another friend. That's what I mean. <laughs> I thought, I was like, you what? That's no. why I said kissing the no. mum. Because everyone would have been like, oh, why is, why is oh, right, yeah. Mr. Peter no, no. dark again? <laughs> I thought his mate. No, was... so the weird kid was making friends with the new kid. Right. The new kid went to the weird kid's house. Right. The new kid went to the toilet. Right. Came so back. Right. And the weird kid is being breastfed <laughs> at 13 years old. That is horrendous. That is horrendous. Like, why would you... <laughs> well, why would you do it? But then why would you do it if there's another guy <laughs> in your school? Like, oh my God, that is that is disturbing. Because we know of a... Um, we know of a, a, a woman who is like, is, you know, or breastfeeding and all that sort of stuff, but the kid's like five and it's still going on, mm. which is a bit... But 13... 13. 13. Um, I, I was watching the Twin Towers and snogging <laughs> at 13. <laughs> Jesus, I'd have loved a bit of... I'd have loved a bit of <laughs> The rumour was rife throughout the school. Teachers had to speak to us about not speaking about it. I didn't believe it at first, but the, the new lad would swear on his life that's what he saw. And when you were a kid, that's what you did. You swore on your, swore life, didn't on your you? life. Swear on my life. Swear on my mum's life. Swear on his mum's life. <laughs> Swear on your mum's life. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. You're lying then. Yeah. As an adult, I have since heard other stories about grown adults still being breastfed, which makes me shudder. The poor lad never recovered and was bullied pretty bad for the rest of his school career. I'd have left the school. To be fair to him, he stuck it out despite everyone knowing he liked to suck his own mother's tea every night. And I often wondered whether he still does it now that we're in our 20s. I know it isn't really a rumour as the guy saw it with his own eyes but thought it would give you a good, good giggle. It's a crazy one. I mean, I don't obviously, you know, you don't ever condone bullying. No. But with, and with him, it'd be like sticks and stones won't break his bones. Because <laughs> Mills get, is getting that calcium. <laughs> Oh my god, that is that is the most is disturbing yeah. thing I've ever to thirty. Like what I can't understand is why the mum has allowed it. Obviously, to but if they know they've got a friend around and they're like, oh, go on, just latch on a minute, just go on quick. But when they when they latch on, was it that thing where you saw mates around where the mate had come in? And he's like, you know, he's trying to have a dabble on both. Stop showing off in front of your mates. <laughs> But the lad, I'm just going to go to the toilet. Is it number one or number two? Uh, number one. Right, be quick. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, that is horrendous. Um, 
Right, so that's going to finish the episode on a high. <laughs> wow. Yeah, just want to say a massive thank you again Got for listening. milk? <laughs> <laughs> a massive thank you to listen, for listening. Um, please do head to the website where you can share your stories, everything, confessions, O's, uh, those rumours you heard at school. We want your Christmas, Christmas stories. stories for yes. the live show. And you can obviously get your tickets for the live show as well. So... Uh, we'll be back. We've got an interview next week, um, we, which which was b- brilliant actually, wasn't it? We've got uh, it's yeah, absolutely really great, good. Yeah. So we've got another interview next week, and then we'll be back the week after, and then it will be the uh, Christmas live show. So yeah, make sure you get your tickets. Don't miss out. And yeah, head over to the podcast group. Give us a subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. Speak to you soon. Yeah, take care.